on this episode of Quantum Week, July 19th through 25th, 2015. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and we talk about movies, music, headlines, stories. Uh, We are in late July 2015 with Ant-Man and Cheerleader by Omi. OMI or whatever. OMI, Omi. I don't know. know. Omi, Omi, sure. We'll get to that shit. Uh, But before we do, let's talk about Ant-Man. Unless you have any... I do actually have something. So uh, this week, uh, before we even do this week, I'm I'm such a good sales guy. Maybe that's why I'm out of a job. This week's kind of a stinker. (laughs) Like I think Ant Man and Trainwreck are not like big. Have you watched Trainwreck yet? I've not. I haven't either. I'm not mine's in the movies themselves. I'm just saying like it's not the same. It's not like Back to the Future. No, you know what I mean. It's not like it's not like m- Batman moving the needle. Right. right. Like yeah. it's not like um. But so you know, obviously get the pay- get the Patreon. Watch you know, listen to us talk about Trainwreck, which I've not seen. It could be great. It could be terrible. I have no idea. Uh, but next week, you gonna tell me now? Yeah. Okay, I've been waiting for I've been wait, it. I, mean, I, haven't you bugged you. I haven't bugged you, you about haven't. it, but I actually, inside, I've been wanting to know. Uh, so we're going, next week, uh, we're going to 2010. Okay. Okay. So the Patreon show. Yeah. The Patreon show, which usually is the, the, like the second best. It was, I think the movie, the second most interesting movie to me. I always you put on, on the, the Patreon. On the Patreon. The town. Oh, look at that. Ben so Affleck. Right. Good. The uh, free show yeah social network oh shit what kind of Fincher. week is that that's a huge social week. network and the town that in the same week huge week so yes i understand this week unless maybe you're a big amy schumer fan i have no idea what you are uh but bill Hader fan maybe bill Hader. i, I paul love, rudd fan i love bill Hader. right yeah. uh but um but uh next week next week gonna, that, gonna, that's gonna big. start getting good potentially so. that is uh that's big yeah uh yeah so uh that's exciting but for this week though to get back on track we are talking ant-man you want to get right into it guys yeah um i think this is uh it's actually pretty good i'd say that this is in the bottom half of the uh, maybe it's not it could be right around the mid point for the marvel stuff um there well, are you've seen that, all the marvel movies i have yes i have i have mm-hmm. um there i mean it has some obvious problems but it also has some good stuff about it too so i think i give this it's you know what I'm gonna I'm, I feel like a hypocrite because I think I gave Batman a B. Yeah, I think you did. I can't give this a B. That's it's not, like it's, yeah, it's not. I can't do that. So I think it's like a C plus. But I feel like it's a pretty far. Di- so with the Batman thing, my problem was the script has some huge problems, but everything else is brilliant. Because you were too hard on Batman. It's the problem. No, I wasn't. You agreed with me. No, I did not. I said it's A minus. Check the fucking tape. I said no, it was a you. That's what your grade was. That was that's your grade, but that's not what you. No, what you agreed with every single one I of say, my I points. I say your criticism is fair, but I think your overall fair. grade. I think mm. I complain then. I can't give that a B plus though because right. the script. But you're giving this a C plus. I know, but that feels weird. Though. It really shouldn't though, because movie is not. This no, movie, it feels weird that it, that this like I can't give this a C or a C minus. Mm. I'm still gonna thumbs up this. I'm gonna recommend the movie, mm-hmm. but it feels like it should be a pretty big difference from Batman. I but don't. I, I, this movie's uh so this movie is frustrating me and maybe it's frustrating more on a macro level for me than a micro level yeah. like the, you know it's <laughs> a good pun uh hey, no, it wasn't even intentional um sure how witty i am uh no but i i don't i find these move these marvel movies these big giant blockbuster movies and it was a common thread here on the show incredibly frustrating um they take out any sort of 
a real emotion and he, everything is very glossy or very is very just surface level yep so there's no real emotion no one does things that are, are real and and we excuse that and we're okay with that and also you don't see any creative chances uh they try to do creative chances the movie and the director got fired so we see how that goes yeah um edgar wright was supposed to direct this movie in fact he spent three years working on this film holy shit he's the guy that directed baby driver which is a pretty mm. very good movie i, I actually would like that is brilliantly directed yeah it's directed he really should have well. got a nomination that movie is so well directed it's well directed the movie itself has major problems it I'm does not, i'm not I'm, yeah we, we, hopefully we can talk about baby drivers yeah yeah uh, but it's a very interesting creative movie it is creative yeah very it's directed really well i agree really well directed i have problems with it but i agree with you right just just the direction alone yes so you you know that he wanted to make this a heist movie like a real honestly god like heist movie that happens to also have that marvel banner but it's really just a heist movie yeah and marvel freaked out and we saw it happen we talked about it on the iron man episode uh how after iron man 2 they, they canned favreau because he wanted to do creative right. things and they're like well we're trying stay to stay in the box dude we want to spend we want to make a lot of money right and it's really frustrating that we're all okay with that we we are complicit when I say we, I mean you motherfuckers who watch these fucking Marvel movies. So you, you in it. your car right now, you Macarano. Uh, I just, I mean, I saw it on like on Netflix or something. I mean, it's not like I fucking spent. You money. went to the theaters and saw these fucking movies. I'm sure. Did I see this? I may have I'm seen, sure you've seen the many theater. Marvel movies in the theaters. Oh, I have. Yes. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're complicit. Yep. And so this isn't really an Ant-Man uh, attack. Really? <laughs> it's more of an attack on you, Joe moviegoer, or more on just the, on the fact that we're just okay with that. You know maybe, what? I'm hearing myself like 20 minutes from now, but continue. Maybe we've always been okay with that. Like, you know, have our action movies. Are we just, is it, is it okay? I guess that's a really big question. And um, is it okay to have these kind of movies exist where they are just basically shut your brain off, shut your heart off. Cause you're not really getting anything on the heart either. No. And that's a big problem with this movie is you don't allow like the, it's not just this movie though. No, oh, but I'm just saying, I know, I know, so, I know, but, no, but from a Marvel universe perspective, I have a little bit of empathy because you are thinking bigger picture and it's hard to fit all these little moving parts into it. But that doesn't excuse the fact that, that a lot, that this movie doesn't have a lot of heart. I don't have empathy for that. I have a disdain. Yeah. Well, like, like the, these, why I'm we, saying it's why a hard we project. tell this big story always? Like, you don't. why? You don't. I mean, I thought, why I, would you have Ant-Man? Like, well, I mean, this, this, you read, if needs to be a one-off. Did you ever read any of this, any like book series? Did of you ever course. do that as a kid? I mean, that's, that's fun. I mean, like I read the read C.S. Lewis as a kid. stuff. Exactly. I read right? Batman as a kid. Exactly. So you can see that there is like an art to making a bigger picture and having a big story arc and many story arcs coming together. I think together. there's more of a, I'd rather have people be creative. I agree. And, but and there give them, are movies and give them for that. license to do that. But, but there no, are movies but for why, that. Why can't you do both? Well, but it's hard in this. Mm, it's hard because a comic, a comic book is like that too. There's a big picture. There's a bigger. But arc. there's different creators. So uh, this know, is on a larger scale. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds movies. of millions of dollars, right. and it's also part of a giant billion dollar. Billions industry. of dollars. Yes. But like we talk about, like we talked about Batman last week, and um, and by the way, if anyone has any question of whether we this is random or not when we pick the weeks, do you think I think I really want to do? ant-man ever after batman like I, i'm fucking yeah, superhero you bastards out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you fucking keep that critique to yourself <laughs> okay shit's random Corona's <laughs> ruining everything uh <laughs> yeah, um but like batman so that was like i mean obviously the studio was really involved we talked about that a little bit with like some yeah. of the jack nicholson stuff and somehow the producers got involved but like at the end of the day though, that really was as much as a big time superhero studio movie can be that was anton first and tim burton's vision absolutely and it felt unique and it felt like a Burton movie and Batman returns really feels like a Batman movie or a Burton movie. We talked about it on the last show that, that is there a, is there a more creative 
cool world than Batman creates, and it's totally unique. And yeah. It, and it, but it felt didn't that like didn't that really feel like a Burton movie? It did, especially I said especially Batman Returns really feels like a Burton movie, where this doesn't feel like anything it no, just it feels like a marvel movie whatever that means but like deadpool feels like feels like something different than marvel i have not seen deadpool oh you really you i really haven't yeah for real. oh that they're good they're i don't like this too joke i will certainly watch it for the show yeah i wouldn't mind running into it i just um I, it's, it's a different experience i don't like that kind of humor different experience just too too much okay. um but uh, i will certainly give it a try and yeah. i wouldn't mind watching it but uh right so some of the was that sony uh, some of those Sony um, movies allow for a little yeah. bit more yeah, yeah, leeway. Yeah. I think every, I think at this point, except for Star Wars, everyone allows for more leeway. Honestly, though, but even Ragnarok, even Thor Ragnarok is a different movie. Civil War is a different movie. Those are the ones that are the best ones. Have in a Black Marvel, Panther in is that another one that's like a very different. Yeah, it is good. I don't I I don't rate it as high as other people, but yes, it's big time directors who had some maybe some more leeway, right? Like Coogler and yes. Um, and uh, well, TD did uh, Ragnarok. Who, yes, you know, who's good? Yeah, uh, he did Jojo Rabbit, right. which is a very unique, very film. good. Yes. Um. So I mean, right. So that's why I would have like I, I don't I don't really I, I haven't I will admit I haven't Edgar Wright is uh, did the Scott Pilgrim movie which I've not seen. Oh, I really like that one. And he did. It's um, a very good movie. And he did the uh, the Simon Pegg movies, which uh, they, it seems a little, little too jokey for me, but that's yeah. fine. But Baby Driver, I will just speaking specifically about Baby Driver, which is the movie he made because. It was a high school he made because he couldn't do this. Yeah. Um, and uh, meanwhile, he wrote the script for this. He even got a credit. He even got a producing credit. That's how involved he spent three years doing this movie. <sighs> I wish I could have seen that version. Oh I think it would have been a lot more fun. I think so too. The first yeah. act of Ant-Man, to get back to Ant-Man a little bit, is, um, is I think, pretty entertaining. I think so. Um, this movie has a lot of things going for it. I really like Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's super likable. Even actually, the three main characters, Evangeline Lilly and Michael Douglas. I like. I think Evangeline Lilly's. Uh, I think she's uh, a no show here. Really? This is what are you doing? She's, she's a little more horrible. Uptight, Maybe the worst wig I've ever seen. The big. Picture. Oh, I don't like what's happening. That that's dumb. And Why would she's, you do that? She is. She is a beautiful woman. She is a stunning woman, and to do that with her hair is fucking obnoxious. It's not like that in the second movie. But like, why would you even you like? Wouldn't you make why? her look like a? You make her look like a it's, Nazi. It's a horrible. I think it looks like a seventh grader, nineteen ninety one. It's, it's a it's horrible. Really bad. Wait, it's like a bowl cut. It's awful. It is horrible. It's it's, it's not it even sucks. It's hard. It's, it's supposed to be a bob. It looks horrible. It looks so terrible. I mean, she's she's such a beautiful woman, and that, that it's, it's, so, it's almost it, unlookable. It's, Unlook, you can't look at it. It's like it's, it's really so tough. it's so unnatural. Like the wig is so bad. It's like it's so flat. It's it's, it's, like, it's like dark helmet's ha- helmet. It is. It's like not even really on her head, right? It's like it's like it's, it's like three inches above her head. It's very strange. It's very strange. Um. So I, I and I don't think she's she's no great actor. Like she's not. We're not talking about. She's Meryl good. Street I liked here. her in Lost. Uh, she's good. She's okay in Lost. She's good in. She's Lost. She's very attractive in Lost. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, her acting. I mean, she's. I think she's, she's good. She's fine. She's paint by the numbers. Fine, whatever. Fine. Whatever. Michael Douglas is a great actor. Yes. Who's really? I give him a lot of credit. He's really having fun with this. Yes. He he's totally game. So is Rudd. Yep. They're both uh, really just like on board for whatever. They're, they're going along for the ride. They're not trying. They, they, are, they are having fun like you should. Like they make it more fun to watch because they're having fun. Exactly. And Rudd's fan. Rudd is in uh, Role Models, which is. Yeah, you love that. I think maybe he's, the yeah. second best comedy of the century. Yeah, I got to see that again. I really like, like it's, that it's one. It's right I, there. But I, I like him. I liked him in Clueless. I've liked him in 40 year old Vir- uh, virgin. Anytime I pop up, it's like, oh, good. Paul Rudd's. In oh, this. he's great. Yeah, uh, he's he's also Super like, like he's a legitimately funny guy. He's done him. And Adam Scott have done um, what they'll do is they took like the Simon and Simon credit sequence, yeah. which is ridiculous. And they redid it shot for shot. It's just 
like for no reason at all it's just, just for, for fun. fun and it's really funny they did like a, a half hour like i think it was for adult swim they did like a half hour it's on youtube check it out it's really funny and it's like they really had every attention to detail it's really well done he uh he co-wrote uh role models which like i said is one of the funniest movies I, i've seen in the last in the last 20 years and then he co-wrote this now i i will say this writing was kind of this whole thing was a disaster obviously Edgar Wright uh and i'm um, sorry do you write the first draft oh more than the first draft yeah he wrote he wrote the, the, the there's a he I wrote the fucking movie they're like there's three or four writing credits on this and is well, there yeah, it was really, it's really two one. and two um so writing joe cornish okay who i think they are uh they they partnered up before in a couple of things um they wrote this movie and then right got fired and mm. it's like all right so we need to take some of the uh like the heist we need to dial back the heist stuff and we need to make it more ant-man and yeah. more marvel yeah and that's when um adam mckay who's obviously a genius oh, yeah. he directed yeah. the big short right yes uh anchorman yeah. I mean, he's, he's he's incredible and then him and paul rudd kind of filled in the gap so they were just trying to do the best they could yeah um and it feels like that the most embarrassing ridiculous horrible sequence uh it completely threw me out of the movie is when he goes to the avengers fortress or whatever and he runs into battles Falcon, uh, Anthony Mackie, the yeah. actor. I'm sorry. What's his name? Falcon. I think he's Falcon. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever he is. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I obviously, I will say most people who watch Ant-Man had probably seen almost all of the other Marvel. It's not but all. you're introducing a character and it's like, who the fuck is this? Why is he there? What's happening? Why is Ant-Man? Like, it, it was they, so shoehorned in. It was exactly shoehorned in. I mean, it had Kevin Fee, who's that's the Marvel guys, the head guy. He's got to kind of shoot. He runs all of Marvel. You, he, he basically wrote that scene. Like, it was awful. Do you it know how like so it felt too? You know how we talked to Batman during the parade scene? Like there was nobody there. Yes. That's what you have at the Avengers like uh, building. Right. It's just, Ma- just Ma- Mackie there. And it's like, where the fuck are the Avengers? This feels so cheap. And it's so funny, it's like, cheap. Nothing. It's Anthony Mackie. Who, who, no, he's, uh, he's a good actor. He's going to do, do good stuff. But like, yeah. you know, he's probably out of everyone who's involved in that movie. I think probably the, yeah, he's, he's low on the total. He's pole. probably the last guy. Yeah, right? he is like, you know, was no one, literally no one else available. I guess maybe not. That's why they had to build him up a little bit. Cause now he's above Ant-Man. He's got like a little bit more cred. I, and, and, and you just like watching their fight. Like, I don't care. I didn't care either. It didn't it was make just sense. So, yeah. You didn't was, have to go there to fucking steal. the It shit. felt like, you know what it felt? It felt like you were watching like product placement. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly like what it felt like. For, oh, like someone to like, eat a happy meal or right. like, and it was, and it was not done. Meanwhile, a lot of this movie is done a little bit with a wink. You know, Paul Rudd is very sarcastic. He's funny. He is. Um, so some of this movie is done with like, Hey, we know we're being ridiculous, but just come along with ride. Michael Douglas is really good at kind of doing a smirk and he's yeah. kind of, that scene is no jokes. No, like it is just like that is played straight. Yeah. And we're supposed to really believe that they're fighting. We're supposed to really believe there's stakes here. And we're supposed to really believe that either of them are at risk. I know it's like it's it, just it, it it's a commercial work. for your it next fucking work. shitty it's Marvel exactly, movie. It's exactly what it was. Oh, we're introducing Ant Man, putting him in the universe, gonna get him involved Forcing in the next Avengers. In the Yay! Yeah, that was annoying. That was fucking annoying, and that that's like a studio choice that happened. Oh, and, I'm be honest, I mean, and, and, it was, it was a studio demand. Demand. Yeah, now, I wouldn't be I mean, I have no idea. Total guess. I would, that's the kind of. I mean, that's probably. Exact, I know Edgar Wright, quote unquote, left. I mean, he was also. I mean, he was fired because they didn't do the vision he wanted to do right so i mean yeah he might have quit but he quit because they yeah. wouldn't do his movie right um but like it, i wouldn't be surprised that that scene might have been the reason like oh it could have been you told me i had that scene in my, in my heist movie like what the this fuck? random fight yeah that was stupid that has no bearing you know and if you love these marvel movies if these okay if you if you just enjoy going to these movies like bring let's say you have like an eight-year-old son or a daughter like I want, I like to go bring these my kid to these movies. We watch, we eat the popcorn, we go home, we have a good time. Yeah, 
I can understand that if, it, if you have a kid. If you're an adult and you go like these movies, uh, all right, I, I guess on some level, some base level, I can somewhere, I think you're, I think you really need to maybe open, broaden your mind, maybe check out some other films, really try to, you know, you only live for 80 years, maybe try to broaden a little bit, but I can understand. If you say these are your favorite movies. Yeah, 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 you're, you're off your rocker. You're just, you're just, you're off your you're rocker. Just you're, just, you're just like, there's nothing. eye you're, candy with a friendly person in Rudd. It's, that's what it is. It's all these movies, they have like these lame, corny jokes. And you can tell the first act we didn't have a lot of this. No, it so didn't. Actually, some of the humor landed. And I was shocked. I'm like, this yeah. is a Marvel movie and the humor's landing? Right. Because you know why? I bet the first act was, was the right. right treatment. The, the other problem right that treatment. I have is, is the one-dimensional fucking characters. Particularly when you have the bad guy. What's his name? Cross? The he's worst like, he's bad guy. So, he's a terrible bad guy. Horrible. Like, you don't believe him, number one. He's angry don't because care. he was sort of passed over by his mentor. It's like, and that's why you're an evil. That's why you want to create World War Three. Are you fucking kidding me? And then Corey Stoll, he's done some things. Yeah, he was in, uh, what was he? He was in, um, what's the what's the political show House that's on Netflix? That's how, how, how I know that's him, That's how too. I know yeah. him, too. He, he died, I think, right? He, he overdosed well, we don't They were killed him. It doesn't well, matter. Well, why are you giving away spoilers on that show? People have seen well, it. Well, what are people that haven't? Yeah, yeah, they haven't. We're a show fucking do something else if you don't want to listen to it it's fine i mean i guess no one's probably watching house of cards because kevin spacey yeah i know he's canceled i did like that show up until the last season though well, um, well someone else might have enjoyed it too they didn't know it was gonna happen well, but no, no but right but he's kind of he was kind of and he was oh. kind, but he was pretty good on that show he was kind of a uh i thought he was good yeah, he, was a, he was a he was a politician yeah yeah he was either I mean, a governor it, it was or a senator or it, you know uh but i thought it was the idea that he's now gonna be like the big bad guy in a major marvel movie that's crazy to me like and, think about some of the cast and some of these other movies and there's the no done. there's no reason for him to be this way he's a smart guy analytical um you know phd guy he's not he but but he just he, he feels like he was passed over he but feels, didn't weird. get enough attention like he creates the new technology which uh so you think he just would be happy you just right why even rub your and, old mentor's face like why even get the mentor involved and why sell it to bad guys like you could make yeah. a shit ton of money selling it to good guys if you want to or use it for for commercial applications there's plenty of commercial applications you could use even why shrink a fucking human like you could just shrink stuff and transport things easier and make it bigger again. You would save so much in shipping and fuel. You would make so much money. And the problem is the movie is not going to tackle any of those because the movie has no brain. And a lot of these Marvel movies don't. We you know we we both liked Iron Man. Yep. Um, because I feel like that movie did have it had a soul. Robert Downey Jr. is a is a very good actor. He's a very good actor. And that first act in particular, they were real. Oh my god! Yes, with him and the uh, the other prisoner of war. Right. Um. Like there was a yeah. bond. There was like real shit going down there. Now I know obviously he also creates a suit and he runs around. He's iron. I get it. I know Whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. But still it's like but that first act. He has like, a lot of heart you, to it. There's real things going on there. Right. With this one, like Paul Rudd wants to see his daughter. You don't really ever buy it. So more one dimension. So it's also the stupid banter during their last fight scene. He's like, oh, oh. you think you're good enough. You're not. I'm going to swat you like stupid jokes and that. But even Paul Rudd's character is pretty one-dimensional. You you think, okay, they're going to take a risk by making him a felon. But they make him a yeah. felon because he... They keep because excusing he did, it away. He did it to, to yes, hurt he did the it bad to, guys. Right, hurts or, uh, this evil corporation. Have him be a real felon. Exactly. Have, Do something take like a he chance. made a mistake. Take it's a, a fucking chance. It's okay to make a mistake. No, take a fucking chance. Exactly. These movies don't take a fucking chance. They always take the easy way out. They do. And it's for simple people. We talk, you know... I, I, He's likable enough to overcome if he did something bad. 
He could have just fraud. He, he frauded some people. Right. We could have liked him anyway. He was remorseful. It's fine. And, and that's, that's what's great about Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man is that he had real flaws and he, he did. didn't back away from no, him. No, he didn't. He no. kind of leaned into him. Yes, he's a playboy. He's he, a he's like he's, he's super narcissist. He, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. He's kind of an asshole to everybody. You know, he does come to a, a waking uh, up moment where he realizes he's made these tools for military and he's like, oh, that's not right. But he he never changes who he he doesn't change who he is. But this problem with Paul Rudd's, you know, as a felon is it, it totally destroys the fact that his family or his, you know, his ex-wife is pissed at him. It's like, if he actually did that to help the little guy, she would have, she would have like rooted him on. Maybe, I don't know. No, but it kills it. It's like she paints him into this really bad guy when all he does, but make him a bad guy. I don't even, I don't know. I mean, I talk about how I like the first act. I don't believe for a second though, Paul Rudd was ever in jail for three years. No, that's the other thing. It doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. I, I also do, I not and you're there's so many things that they just they just pass over they just like they just let it float away the thing is so because because they know the audience won't ask questions it's so transparent too if you just look at it one layer down just make him you know right give him stakes make him do a bad thing it's okay for him to have done a bad thing like we can you know there is this thing called redemption we can we can it can be a redeeming character we have the daughter I know. And it's just like, I mean, you, when you saw this movie the first time, did you see the theaters? Or you, just, you saw it at home. Now I don't remember. I probably, I don't know. It you could have been. You probably went to the fucking theaters. Fuck off. Uh, whatever. So when you saw the movie, when you walked so out, were you just like, I don't remember. I enjoyed that film. Like what do people See, like when they movies walk like out? this, movies like this, I kind of let them go away. They just like, then why watch them? Well, cause I, I mean, I know that this isn't going to imprint on my memory for the rest of my life. It's just not, but you could have saw something else. You could have done something else. I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of great movies. Phantom thread, by the way, you saw, you didn't think it was an amazing film. I, did. Oh my, it like, I mean, we could, uh, it hit me. Uh, he it, was, so good in that he movie. was very good oh my god uh, i really think it's really well made it took a lot I mean, oh my it's god it's the anti-ant man it's yes. tons of risks tons of it risk. had a completely unlikable main character yes. who, who never shied away from that i know the I, stairway no, scenes I, even too like following him uh, up and I down mean, i was like a, oh my god it's also uh i've never seen people wear more beautiful like the clothing oh. they wore was amazing it was meticulous it was, it was an was, immaculate movie it was it was real it just there was a i mean we can talk about fandom another time yeah, but like no, uh no. No, I definitely recommend people watch it for sure. It, I is. I, it didn't blow me. It didn't make my top 100. I feel like um, I built But if someone said that they did, I'd be like, oh, I get, oh, I get it. I think that's a, that I is a phenomenal yeah. movie. I will say some, it's a little bit tough watch for me. I, I could, um, I could relate to, uh, I saw myself a little bit in some of the shitty things. Uh, but that that's why, that's why I think it had so much, so much meaning for me too. It's like, I could see that as a, like, oh, I don't like that about myself. That's no. a tough watch, but that's not reason. That's not why I, no, I, guess anyway, that, I also don't think the lead actress is particularly great. I thought she was good. I don't think she's very good, but that doesn't matter. But he right. is off the charts. But no, but I mean, but okay. Right. So fan threads movie. that took tons of risks, right? It was, um, it never cared if you liked it, if you liked it or not. It was like, here's my vision. Here's my story. It's out there now. Right. All Marvel wants you to do is like, please like me, please like me, but please like thing me. But that's why, like, sometimes eye candy's okay for me, but I just know it's going to go, it's going to go in and just out. Just wasting your fucking time, man. Nah. I mean, yeah, I hang out are. with the I wife. Mean, you're wasting your fucking time. Dude, what? You fucking play sim baseball and you're telling me I'm wasting my time? Fuck off. No. Video game I, connoisseur. I, it's fine. I mean, video it's game. Fun. I, I know it's fun, but, but so is watching eye fun. candy. But, I, but I'm not doing- I can explain why this is fun. It's eye candy. This is eye candy with a likable character. Paul Rudd's is likable. Uh, Paul Rudd's likable. I don't know this character's. I think his character is super likable. Um, what do you mean? I guess he's likable. I, I mean, it's, it was hard for me. Honestly, it was hard for me to distinguish 
a little bit that is Paul Rudd in this character. It basically he was being it was Paul Rudd. Like it was Paul Rudd. He was he was That's in um Parks and Rec. And he uh, yeah, in like four, he had a four episode stint. Yeah. He played this really dopey guy running for mayor. It's pretty <laughs> funny. And uh he's very good. And but it wasn't Paul Rudd at all. He's like a complete doofus. He's <laughs> yeah. a complete dope, you know. Yeah. And um but I feel like this, and I think role, I think, I don't, I don't think Paul Rudd has any great range. Cause I think in role models, he's just being cranky Paul Rudd. Right. Where this is being action Paul Rudd. But, um, and I like Paul Rudd a lot, but like, okay. So, uh, I'm sorry. We did forgetting Sarah Marshall. That wasn't, that was a little bit of range there. Exactly. That was a different Paul yeah, Rudd. It was, it was different Paul Rudd. Yeah. So this, I feel, but I feel like with this, I feel like, all right, I'm just, this is, I never once thought for a second it wasn't anyone. No, I mean, he's not that. No, he does a thing, but he, it's a super likable thing. It's kind of like Owen Wilson. He does a thing for the most part. Yeah, it's pretty fair, I think. Yeah. I, mean, I think they're comparable in that. But I like them. I like them both. They're I like super likable. I like them both. A, yeah, a ton. super likable. And I really like Michael Douglas, especially in this yes, movie. Yes, I think yes, he's yes, really, yes. I think he, he, I was a little like, oh, Michael Douglas, he's going to be too much like a, a stick up his ass. I, I, I got to stop thinking about him because I you know no, Michael Douglas, good. every time I see him, he does a great job. Obviously, he's a great actor. I knew that, but he, he doesn't have, I, for some no. reason, I have him being this pretentious guy, but he's really not. He's not. He's, no, he tries. He's a, he's a really, he's a, gr- I don't know if he's great in this because it doesn't really allow for him to be great, but he's at, he can be a great actor who's pretty game for whatever. Is, I, I got to stop. That's on me. I got, I got to change my even, view on him a little bit. You know, I've talked about this before, but even earlier in his career, he's, he does, he's done fun movies. He did, you know, Jewel and Isle, Romance right. in the Stone. Yeah, like yeah, he's, yeah. He li- I think he likes but then having he, like, fun. We, we talked about, I think on the Patreon show, Falling Down. Right. And like, and how he's totally committed. Absolutely. And like, that is a really unlikable character. Yeah. No, we didn't like that movie very much, but, but no, but he's good. But we both said that was a really courageous performance. Cause like he's basically playing someone that's, uh, abuses his wife, a domestic abuser. Right. Who's stalking, who, who might be trying to kill us, like swipe yeah, his family, like out, murder his wife and kid. What was going to happen? And yeah, he just went in. And he, by this point, remember he's a really famous actor at the time. Yeah. That can destroy a career. Yeah, it can. And he went in with no fear. Right. It's like, well, that's pretty ballsy. And in this movie, he's super, he's, he's, he does every, everything. No one could have done it better. Yeah, you know what I mean? like yeah, no one, no, right, no, no one no. could have no comparable, maybe, but not better. No, it's that's the you, he milked as much as you could from that role. And Paul Rudd did too. You're right. And Paul Rudd is like, yes. so it's not like he's not. I, I don't mean that like that. He's and like, the effects are the cool. Like there's there's a lot of good. There's a there. It is like the shrink stuff. I actually I like, I like the shrink stuff. The shrink stuff. I like the you know the you see the vacuum and you see him with the ants and yeah. you see. Uh, I mean that's some really cool shots and cool perspectives that you don't see a lot. I uh, like the, never uh, done before. Like you see, you've seen old movies with like Gulliver's Travels or something. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Maybe. Honey, yeah, the, but they're that's not, a green screen to death. Exactly. I mean, this is this too, looks, it didn't feel as green. No, this looks digital. good. Yeah. Uh, like I really, I wish there was more shrink stuff. We spent a lot of time in that lab, which, by the way, so dumb. Uh, they're in this lab and they're fighting, and it's almost like a hand-to-hand battle. Like this is, I can see it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then the the lab explodes killing, which I'm get. it sounds like they set those bombs that killed. That would have killed dozens of people. You would think so. Those you guards see, um, are still in there. They, you see, was it Michael Pena? Is that his name? Yeah. You see him like drag one of the guards that he tied up out, but you got to expect that other people were there and died. I mean that, and there's no one cares. And no one yet no shit. one watching these movies cares. They're all, it's like Marvel. Yay. Fun colors. Well, you see it all the time. in The Avengers movies, big, you know, scenes in New York yeah. city and buildings are falling down. People died. At least in, and, so you probably, you didn't see the last two events. You didn't see like Endgame and shit. I did not, no, no. But there is a cost. Oh, and good. you see the cost. Because we didn't and, see it here. And actually even Avengers, which one was it? Uh, not Civil War. There's a few that there is a cost. Uh, I guess so. We don't, we Civil not, War is actually, there's a cost. There's no cost here. No, there isn't. And, and you know, 
So then he goes to the little girl's bedroom, which the script, the actual dialogue is awful. I mean, off the charts bad. The word, this man, this movie, this movie is the rare movie where the script gets worse every page. It's amazing. Um, but I will say the effects now were really, they were in that, like a, they were in like a train, like a model yeah, train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's fun. Like that was fun. really well done. I'm like, oh, I wish I had more of a fight scene yeah. with them both being small. Cause yeah. that was more fun than a it fight scene with their regular size. Yeah. But the dialogue was so horrible. It kept taking me out of it. Like, you know, cause they keep having to make, why do these Marvel movies, they think we need to tell jokes while we fight. I don't understand it either. Or it's just super simple, like evil, evil, bad guy banter. Is it stupid because, jokes. Like, do they, I, I tell you, man, no one thinks you're dumber than Kevin Feig. He thinks you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, he thinks you can't even watch a fight scene without being triggered unless the people fighting to death, meanwhile, are telling jokes at each other. It's like platitude mean. And I think, and maybe it's just because they're like, okay, we need to dumb this down for the kids, I guess. I don't know, but it's annoying. But we, know it's the- not, we know it's not for the kids, though. We know that. <sighs> we know it's not for the kids. So dumb it down for the adults. It's fucking annoying because I like you. There's it's so easy to have better bad guy dialogue than what they're doing. They're just doing the most transparent. But why do we need bullshit. a joke while we kill each other? Don't have to. I mean, one thing I, I don't really love the Zack Snyder movies very much. Uh, but like Man of Steel and Superman and Zod are killing each other. It's uh, it's rough. They're not joking. They're not joking. And they you wouldn't be joking. Like no. in the Nolan movies, like they're not joking. No. That actually brings me to another point. Why do all these movies have to have um, the goofy sidekicks? And in this case, the goofy, goofy sidekicks are the three. It's, it's Michael Peña. Michael Peña and that crew. And the yeah. crew. And it's like, I don't, you see, like. Well, they're, they're best driving up in the movie. It didn't happen. Woo, and then they, and they yeah. you know, driving. But yeah, that's maybe what it they, was. That was they, they, they were the sidekicks they, for the they, heist. They, that, was, that was the heist. But it's so stupid because you have them like go to the heist location, the the um, the oh, laboratory, and then they just drive away because they're afraid of the police. And it's just. Isn't that funny? And, and no. He's, and he's, but he says back like seven times. Isn't it funny? Because he says it more than once. Yeah, you would think. Um, Kevin Fee humor. Yeah, it, that's dumb. Even like, I didn't even like the little montages where he's talking about, and then this person said this, and then this person said this. It's just kind of annoying. I didn't like, and I didn't, Michael Payne I is actually, okay, I'm okay with that. You I were all right with it? I didn't I was hate annoyed. it. I thought, well, I don't know if we need to do it again. It happened twice. twice. Like, uh, second time, I was like, all right, we're milking this. First time, like, all right, this is, oh, look, that felt like an Edgar, I bet Edgar Wright wrote that. Yeah. That felt like, Oh, I'm not in a Marvel movie here. I'm like it's something different. Yeah. Um, Cause he likes to play with stuff like that. The good thing is in the second movie, they develop well, Pena's a, a character a little bit better. Right. So he's actually got a little bit more. I've seen it. We might hit it. This so is bullshit. Right. Uh, but it, so, and the same, cause Michael Pena is a great actor. He's, he's incredible in observant report. Like he is scary. He's funny. He's everything. Yeah. Um, and this movie is, um, right. It's waste him. Just a character. He's a goofy yeah. guy. And like, I, I, I still, I don't understand the need. I get, I get Ant-Man is supposed, well, it was supposed to be a heist movie. That was kind of funny too. And it became a funny or tr- attempting to be funny movie. That was an action, also an action movie. And maybe sort of kind of a heist movie. And the thing is, I mentioned it before, but civil war is not like this. Iron Man is not like this. Like, Iron Man better- is funny, but it's like, it's exactly. actually like funny, and- but you have John Favreau and, uh, you know, writing John Favreau yes. wrote Swingers. Like Swingers is like one of the funniest movies right, ever. Right. You know, and here you had uh, I'm then again in this one you had Paul Rudd and Adam McKay, but they were they were basically filling in gaps. Yeah. I think you know anytime you have the two creators, it never works. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. We see and the time guy time who directs again. this is a nothing. Uh, yeah, he did Bring It On. He did Yes Man. I mean, Pey- his name is Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. Right. He does uh, Bring It On. Uh, he did the breakup, which. 
The breakup actually is not bad. It's okay. It is. It's, you know it's why? It's bad. I, you know, they really wanted to make you think that it was a comedy when yes. they were advertising that right. shit, and it was not. I do feel it, they also, studio, I feel like got involved in it and made it, I think, I think to Peyton Reed's credit, I think it was supposed to be even darker. It was pretty dark. And yeah, I think it could have even been darker. And But I do, right, I feel like that was, yeah, I thought that was than pretty this. good. Uh, right, and then he does the Ant Man. He does, and I guess yeah, they're gonna come out with, a, with another Ant Man, uh, Quantum or something quant, qu- like us, uh, Quantum Mania. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, be, they'll cast us. He's suing him, yeah. uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, he. But I mean, compared to like Edgar Wright, who is a real visionary, like this is it's a nothing. Director. No, I mean, uh, yeah, he does a lot of TV. I mean, like the, I said, he did uh, he did a bunch of yeah. The best of, thing about the breakup uh, was the uh, the casting and also the, di- the script. Oh, yeah. The direction actually is pretty, really good, and so is uh, what's his face. Um, Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn. And, um, but you know, the, the casting, uh, and, and the screenwriting was way better. The direction that movie was no. not great. Like he's oh, a nothing. He's a, he's a, yeah. he's, a he's a guy in a he's, suit. Might as well just do Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, I mean, just have Kevin, if Kevin Feige is in it, was having fucking directed. That's true then. too. I mean, you know, what are we doing here? Yeah. I, you know, like if they, you know, I think that's what John Favreau told him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want to fucking do it then go ahead. Like, what right. am I even doing here? Um, it's a shame that they drove out, you know, <sighs> they've driven out a few talented people. They drove out Edward Norton, who we, we've talked about in this show. He's incredibly... Diva-ish. Right. We talked about it on the People vs. Life Flint episode. He is one of the most difficult people in Hollywood to work with. Um, very control freak, and I guess he was like that in the Hulk. But whatever, talented guy. We both agree he's a great actor. Um, so they drove right. him out, right? They drove out Terrence Howard, another guy that I know is very difficult. I mean, he might be the only person in Hollywood more difficult than Edward Norton. Fine. But you also drove out John Favreau, who gets along with everybody. Yeah. And you drove Super out talented. Edgar Wright, who's like one of the most visually yeah. um, impressive directors working of his generation. Like, oh, I, you wonder, I don't know. I, I know they've Marvel. got a box. And if you stray from that box, they don't want it. And Iron Man was early enough. Iron Man was the yeah. first one. So right, it was early right. enough where they didn't know. They didn't know. But now they're like, okay, we've got billions of dollars at stake here. So we're going to so just gonna do the same. So why do people keep going to these? Like, if you know, I mean, maybe that's why. I mean, well, some of them are questions. If you know where you're going to get, why do you go? Well, maybe that's why people are going because they want it. They want, it's what they want. Some people had to know how to work that box pretty well. Because you see later movies that actually work really well. Like Wakiki, uh, Watiki, Wakiki, Watiki, does a great job. Like it's right. It, that's but, but, Ragnarok's I, I, good. And I know like Guardians of the Galaxy got some good reviews too. The first one's pretty. Yeah, uh, first one's right, pretty the good. The first second one is right. Yeah. So there's been a, a couple exceptions, but for the most part, why go to these movies? I mean, I, I will. I will say this about them. I have yet to see a truly terrible Marvel movie. So they're not awful, but I have yet to see no. a like. I mean, I guess Iron Man was was very good, but uh, most of the time these movies just like put your hand in warm water. It's like eh. yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's like you go to the movies and just like settling for like a, a boob single. Like why? I don't know. Hit, baby. It's so disappointing. I get it. And it's really disappointing. That these movies exist, uh, you know, th- you know, 30 times over or whatever, however many they make of them. It's really disappointing that these make so much money. Destroy- so the only reason I hate them too, or hate the idea of them is they destroy show business. They destroy the movie business. You know, they've, they made it. So the only movies that get advertised or can bring in, theater goers are 10 point movies so you sure. have you know star wars and you have these movies marvel yeah and that's it and nothing else really makes money and so the studio is not going to spend 40 million for a drama because the risk is they could lose 10 when they're just gonna instead of doing five dramas at 40 million a pop they can make one 200 million one of these or if you're one of those you're like oh i'll just we'll make dc and catch up or whatever you know and so instead of making five good dramas you're making one movie that does nothing for anybody. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it's just a waste of time. 
I think it comes, I mean, it comes to a head. You can only do these so much. People are just going to, people get sick of seeing the same thing over and over. They'll get sick of this. I, I honestly though, Matt, I said that a couple years ago. Well, so, like I, I have yet to see, I'm, I was kind of hoping, I know the Avengers end game is supposedly like kind of like the end of that story. Right. Uh, or whatever, you know, at yeah, least, you know, right. right. So I'm, I'm, I was hoping like, all right, well, hopefully not people will, but I wonder the pandemic has been enough time elapsed. Now people are like, Oh cool. Like we can go back. But I, I saw their new schedule. They're putting out movies like every two months. Yeah. Because now they're backlogged because yeah. they have like Black Widow is supposed right. to come out a year and a, like a year and a half ago. Well, they're making a new Ant-Man too. So there are In 2023 though, but yeah. yes. But, but there are extensions of this world, which I is know. like, what are we? I thought it was over. I mean, I don't know. No, but, it feels like those are the last stragglers that will come But then they're going to make new. They're making new types to, of these. Yeah, maybe like they have, next oh, they generation. They have a whole fucking plan. They, have the, they show the, the, like the maps of like what they're going to do, the timelines. And it is so intense. Is it? And it's just, and it's going to swallow it up and it's going to swallow up any sort of interesting, creative, good movie. That's not in this particular one vein. They're going to lose money. People are not going to have the attention span to keep this going forever. And it's going to start to lose money and they're going to, Hollywood's going to retract into smaller movies again. That's what's going to, it just, it always happens. This is what happens. I don't know if it's a cycle. We've never been in a situation like this. I'm just, people get sick of the things that they see over and over. They want variety. That's why people seem to, who love seeing the same things over and over again and keep going to these fucking movies. And I'm, it's really, just, well, it's really span, disheartening. I mean, but this was a new concept 10 years ago until, until now. Like 10 this, years of it though. Christ's sakes. I know it's a lot. I'm just saying like, no, you know, this is a new You're going to keep going to fucking see them. No, you're going to see black widow. You'll see it. You'll not watch in the theater. it. I'll watch it. At Netflix Whatever. You'll, you'll, well, no, you'll go get, you'll have HBO, have HBO max, right? No, right, I'm sorry. HBO, no, it's not HBO max. What I don't know it? what it is, but peacock. I don't know. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I probably will see it. I'll see it. Yeah, I'll see. I'm sorry, Disney here. Plus is a Marvel, right? That's what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Disney Plus. Disney that, that's not Disney Plus doesn't interest me, but uh, yeah, I'll see it here. But I'm not going to go see it in the theater. They're going to lose money because it'll just be in the swatch of all the other. Sh- I other bet it shit. makes money. I bet it makes money. I bet all these movies make money. Saying eventually really? it's not going to. Oh, eventually, I'll be dead, man. Like, I mean, like how trends long? don't last that long. I I said that five years ago about these things. They still keep coming. This never ends. And it just and it, and it and it's just the same mindless shit. And people go in droves. Yeah, in droves. This made five yeah, times, the, so. or or like twice as much money, right? As like once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, this is a throwaway Marvel, which they had no expectations for. They fired the director, you know. Yeah. But they, you know, this was basically just like they're punting. And this movie made like twice the worldwide, you know, box office. I think it doubled the domestic gross of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A brilliant film by. Or the most, most, you know, maybe the most beloved director of our generation. Yeah, and with two giant movie stars. Yeah, and this fucking Paul Rudd. Who I, I like Paul Rudd a lot, but like you know, with this, you know, this this appeals. <sighs> you're right, but you, you're right though. There are dumb people. There are you know, midwit people, and then there are really smart people. This would appeal to you know, not the really smart people mostly. Sorry, you're complicit. So. Anyone who goes to see these movies, you're complicit. So I never want to hear. I never want to hear anyone who's sim too, fucking baseball. But I'm you not have destroying no industry. Yeah, but you I have, see oh, it. shut up! You have I'm no. Not. There could be way more creative fucking video games out there than your stupid baseball sim. This is bullshit. That's an art too. That's an art that probably takes as much money to. to I don't think MLB the Show 21 is uh, is, not, con- no, is considered to be no, like it's a fucking dumb. Marvel. It's eye candy, but there is artistic gaming going out there. That's what I'm saying. I'm and sure it probably costs as much. You're probably the you know the little gamers can't it's, fucking it's, compete it, with these it, bitches. It's it's the same. Oh, it's not the same. Yes, it's it is. 
you're just, you're wasting like, hours of your life on that fucking eye candy where I waste an hour and 50 minutes of my life on my eye well, candy. Shut up. <laughs> times th- you do it every you do every you have you've seen all these bars you've seen all the fast and furious yeah. how much how, how much yeah you've you've doubled that amount of time playing your fucking sim baseball in the last two weeks dude by the way otp the sim baseball I, I do it actually that is the best one and that's a, as a independent guy does it uh and it'll be a show i think is a larger yeah, yeah. Uh, thing uh, and I'm not knocking it. I'm just I'm just trying to make the parallel for you that you can see. It's just a you know we all have our ways of unwinding. Yours is to play sim fucking baseball. Yours is to destroy movie business. Yours so, is destroying the gaming business. It's so not, fuck it's off. Not, fuck just the gaming. You know what else? Yeah, fuck the gaming, the gaming business. It's because I yeah. do a gaming podcast. <laughs> exactly. I don't care about video games. <laughs> exactly. And I play video games. Probably exactly. suck. Exactly. True colors shining That's through. Fine. Bitch. True uh, fuck, colors. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I do care uh, insanely about the uh, movie business, and I see it. I know, well, you know, obviously there's other reasons to, you know, this, you know, entertainment has completely diversified. Yeah. There's so many streaming options. It's not just Marvel movies. I get that. Right. But it has really affected the industry. Um, although now, of course we, we have everyone. Oh my God. So now we have everyone, uh, all up in arms about the golden globes too. Like they just, yeah, they, 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 they cancel, they cancel the golden globes. The golden fuck globes do suck everybody, but it's just like, fuck everybody. It's just madness. I'm man. going, I'm going fucking driving in a Winnebago. Fuck oh everybody. My God. I, 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 uh, Again, uh, this trend will change, though. People are going to get sick of all this canceling and be, fuck you. It's going to be... I will say, though, if something had to go, I'm not... Yeah, the Golden Globes is a pretty good yeah. thing to go. <laughs> yeah, first they come for your glo- Golden Globes. I know. Well, that's, then, that's what, well, you know, obviously, my love for the Oscars. Uh, right. I, uh, you know, I immediately, uh, immediately got nervous. I got re- on red alert there. You should be. Um, you should be. It's but gonna, you know, the thing I'm afraid of, too, is like, you know, I'm a big Oscar guy. And, you know, are now they going to feel they need to counterbalance... And maybe give awards to people who, or give awards to things they don't deserve them just so they don't get in yes. the, uh, Golden Globes prison. Yes, that's exactly um, what's going to happen. Like, that's not a really good... I mean, you know, you never want to have... You never want to have... I, I, I understand people don't, some people don't like awards for movies. I get it. I, I like things being recognized. You don't... That's fine. I'm not going to have that discussion with you. I understand why you don't. Whatever. I'm not talking about you, man. I'm talking about no, you know, know. Joe yeah, Public. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think the Oscars are a really interesting look at history of a certain year and everything like that. But if you're going to go after one, that's going to have ripple effect. It is. And that could be one of anything. And it, I, I don't want to see anything canceled. I also, I, I don't like the Marvel, or the Marvel movies irritate me, whatever. I don't want to see them get canceled. It's exactly don't get me wrong. I'm exactly. just going to yell at the exactly. audience, but they, but they, they should exist. No, you and maybe them. they have a place. They do have a place. But I, don't, but I don't think they should have a place where they're just the thing is, monopolizing. It's everything. going to continue to get easier to make movies. Just like what happened in the music industry. It is so much easier to make an, a stellar sounding record right now. Like you have 20 year old kids with uh, my laptop and an interface making, and a couple mics making beautiful sounding um, records now. And uh, it's weird you had 20 year old kids borrow your laptop. Not my laptop. I mean, oh, with the power of my oh, laptop. I was confused. Shit. Nice. <laughs> uh, um, and, and, they, and so the same thing is going to happen with movies. It's going to be, it's going to keep getting easier to make good quality movies. And these fuckers are going to go out of business. We're going to want that. that con- it's already happening. People want to watch YouTube. The kids don't want no, to fucking go right. to no, movies I mean, anyway. And that's the other part of it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and then, you know, NBC's like, we're taking a stance. We're not going to have the Golden Globes. Well, yeah, because no one fucking watches No one watches it anyway, you idiots. And I, I and they're, so they have a contract with the Golden Globes, like a significant contract, multi, many years. But I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's a thing where it's like, if we don't air them, we don't pay you. Like, I don't know if that's part, like, no, I don't know. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the contract is. So I wonder if NBC's like, Maybe some, maybe some lawyers like, hey, you know what? If you look at like, you know, line 39, if we don't air it, we, we got out of this fucking awful deal that we're going to Oh, yeah, for. maybe we pay them $20 million, $50 I mean, million dollars or something to air it or something. I always yeah. believe these companies, you know, it's, I always say, when in doubt, follow the money, follow the sex. Yeah. To 
two reasons people do everything. Right. And it's like, all right, well, if they're, if, you know, maybe they're just finding another excuse, not the air. No, no, usually they're because the golden goes that way this year. Hanked. 100%. You know, and I don't fault corporations for doing this or company, yeah, any company for doing this. They want, their responsibility is to make a profit. Of course. There, it is. It's all about money. And so you want the incentives aligned so that, aligned so that they're not hurting people to make profit. That's what you want. But uh, yeah, so anytime you see them go woke, big companies going woke, it's it's a bottom line. Issue. I also just don't want to see people pretend like they're doing something for good reasons. Exactly. It's just about. Don't be bullshitting. Right. Right. But yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, whatever. I mean, Hollywood Foreign Press has long had a history of kind of being, uh, they're the ones, by the way, that do the Golden Globes. Right. They've had a very question for a very long time. And this is not, this is hardly unprecedented. In fact, when we were kids, when we were kids, uh, Golden Globes weren't even on TV. They weren't, mm. they were on like cable, like TNT yeah. or you'd see it on syndication. Yeah. Like they would be like, I remember like a couple of times, like I was, uh, like I always loved movies, you know, and I remember being like nine years old and we didn't have cable when we moved to New Hampshire and I'm flipping around and the Golden Globes were like right after an infomercial on like channel <laughs> 50, which is like a really obscure channel here. Is that the winds? Yeah. That's right. Al Carpillion. Right High pressure. <laughs> um, but you'd, uh, we, and it was like there like 2 a.m. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? Or like midnight, you know, these crazy times. And because it was just like, uh, uh ESPN did the same thing with the ESPYs for a few years. Yeah. They, cause they, uh, they just wanted the syndication money and they're like, oh, if we, you know, will, will people buy us? And some companies, some TV's like, yeah, we're just looking to fill hours. <laughs> right, right, right. So this is not unprecedented. The Golden Globe is only recent. NBC made it bigger than it was. Um, it was yeah. always kind of the ugly stepchild of the Oscars and it really should be. It's, it's a terrible award show. Yeah. Honestly, they, there's, it's not very well done. Um, but regardless, that's where we are with that. I, okay. I, 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 we, did you think I would be uh, annoyed about this? Where, where did I think you'd be annoyed with okay. it, but I think you would call, I, I didn't think you'd be great at much more harshly than I did. So, so I, I don't think I, I I'm, like I'm going to give it something. a C plus. Yeah. Okay. Good. And we're, I'm, I'm going to, and I know I, I'm going to going back. I, I, I guess I kind of have to recommend it. I it's think not, so. It's not a, it's not, and don't get me wrong guys. I know I just, I just blushed you all about Marvel for the last 45 minutes. I'm sure exactly why you downloaded this podcast, but I, 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 it's not, this is not a bad movie and it's it it's just a movie that i especially frustrating because you can see where edgar wright's fingerprints are all over this and you're like all right this movie could have been really creative and i think that really just notched up my frustration yeah and i actually kind of enjoyed the first act you know everything before he puts the suit on is i think actually sort there was some really lame stuff he goes to the house the little girls there's there's some stuff but a lot of this stuff was pretty entertaining I kind of liked when he broke into Michael Douglas's house and creatively got into the safe. The problem is, yeah, that was cool. But the problem is that whole thing didn't make any sense of, of, of uh, Douglas orchestrating him to go rob the fucking house. It doesn't that make made any sense. No sense. That was a huge well, you find out about that in the second act that yeah. he let him do it. But then you're like, it was well, such a why? hole. It didn't make any sense. Why? Because it would have taken it that a, difficult. It would have taken telephone. It would have taken one person to say to one person to say to one. So Michael Douglas would have had to put all those relationships together. It made no sense. Also, like, I was like, you fucking, you have, $140 million, $160 million to make this movie and you can't make that plot work. That's just, bullshit. Just have him, just show him the suit. Right. Like why? That's why? it. There's no, there's no reason for all that. No. It's, it's just that weird. Was really also, it's a waste of time. Like time was all the, they were, they had a real time issue here because he was going to really sell this stuff to uh, the bad company. So like if you're in a rush, why are you going to make this even harder than it needs to be? Yeah. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. It, that was a stupid. But like I said, hole. You, find out, you don't find out in the, fir- the first act alone. If you just take that like forty minutes, it's good. It's a pretty entertaining yeah. movie. And I'm thinking, oh, because it was all Edgar Wright. You know, right. I, I'm sure. I'm guessing. And then by the third act, you can tell it's all it's all Marvel. And he's fighting with this random guy from the Avengers. And like, what the fuck is happening? There are definitely it, it gets worse. There's definitely worse Marvel movies. Right. So 
Fucking buckle up, Buttercup. That's what it's going to be like. Wait, yeah, but this one, this one is not. This one is probably middle of the road, maybe a little bit on the higher end, possibly. But Paul Rudd really helps. This helps is that. right there with like Abyss with me. Uh, this is probably uh, maybe this is a notch above. I guess Abyss has it's probably more well, huge potholes too. Yeah, it's huge potholes. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe like, this is maybe it's a notch above. A t- the thing this is, might be like right, the same. It's about the same area. Yeah. This looks better because it's modern. So you know. There's that, but on the, oh, I mean, but on the flip side, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. A, this is sli- slightly better, but same, same thing. Okay. You want to get into cheerleader? Yeah. Okay. Not really close, oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. She walks like a model. Just a slow fade out. Uh, so um, I said this during the fucking Marvel segment that we just did, the Ant-Man segment, um, that I could hear myself, you know, half an hour from then um, saying the exact same thing that you were saying, which is you motherfuckers out there perpetuate this kind of shit music. You fucking bought 10 million copies of this fucking song. 10 million? Wow. That's a lot. 10 <laughs> million copies so many copies that it was six weeks not consecutive but six weeks atop the hot 100 now six me, weeks was number one let me remind everybody out there you probably remember this i'm sure we've done this enough but the hot 100 measures album sales the top 40 measures record spins right so top six in the fucking country in record sales uh sorry top for six number weeks. one for six weeks number one for Month six and weeks. a half yeah and you know and it was on the on that hot 100 for months i mean mm. this is a nothing song this is a piece yeah. of shit nothing song i think there's between piece of shit and nothing no this is a oh, there is cop this is a cop i out. can show you shit i can show you nothing there's a difference right <laughs> one smells one just doesn't exist <sighs> i mean it's an it is it is like you this is you attempted this like you put put some sort of effort in this. This has five songwriters on it. Five. It sounds like a lot. Doesn't it sound like a lot for this song? For, yeah. Like we're talking, um, it's a, what it's just this. It's that it's this fucking stupid ass. Nothing. So it's the same chord progression the entire way through his melody is uninspired. He says, he, he says, oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. Cheerleader and her. Like, this is five songwriters to make this song. And it's a complete nothing. This is like, you would no effort to make the song. And people fucking bought it in droves. People fucking bought this shit. That's why that's why we have Drake now draping himself all over the Hot 100 the entire time. His songs are nothing as well. They're just this like mediocre, nothing adult contemporary, stupid. It's just, not adult contemporary though. It's, it is. It, no, it is. it's more just like yeah, it's no, it's bland. a brainless movie. Bland. That's what that's when I call it adult Drake contemporary. Is. Called adult contemporary is just a catch-all yeah, for these, all the bland. These can music. be bland that aren't adult contemporary. Like I, I dude. 94.9 is playing of our youth is playing Drake song. What is it? 95.7. What are the 94.9? 94.9. It was like WHO. Like easy. Yes. Yes. That, that now is playing Drake songs. I'm sure. 
I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I wouldn't listen to that. Yeah, but so I, we but don't know that. Our moms would be okay with Drake. Mm. Our grandmothers would be okay with, well, maybe not our grandmothers, but our, our moms are okay with Drake. Mm. Our moms know. are okay with this piece of shit song. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's more like a, I think it's like just like pop summer song. So like, I don't, this is not a good song, but I don't hate this. How can you not? How can, how can you say that? Well, I mean, I don't like it. I, I, but like, if this was on, I always think I always use this example. Like this is on like a barbecue in the summer. You just hang out, pops on. It's fine. I'll say like the lyrics are, I, the lyrics are positive, more positive than most songs like this. A positive does not mean good. I didn't say it was good. I did. I said, I explicitly said it was lyrics, not good. This is a children's song. This is a nursery. He even said it was like a little Jamaican nursery rhyme, like one, two, buckle my shoe. That's what he said. This came in. He said in 2008, he wrote this song for seven years. In 2008, he's like, oh, I woke I mean, up. It takes a while to create fine art. Flesh it all out. Yeah, <laughs> again. Michelangelo and the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It does take time. Uh, but but it, they take time. This is why I said. It's a fucking nursery rhyme. Yeah, no, I mean, this it's is children's this, this is not a well, uh, this is not a well crafted. I just don't, I don't find this song to be grating How does in that, the same way as some of the other songs we've covered are, like Macarena. Macarena is grating to me. This is as grating. This isn't really grating to me. This, I listened to it once, and I'm like, I'm, I'm glad I missed it the first time in 2015. I didn't hear it a ton. Never I heard, heard, heard it. it. Heard a little bit like Mets games, like between innings or whatever, or what? Oh, you know, like just backgrounds. Not like the Mets. What's that now? Another reason to not write like uh, the Mets. Yes, yes, I'm sure. They, but where, wherever you go, unlike Matt, I, I was around human beings some, from time to time. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't on my planet. Uh, no, like, you know, or do whatever. Just kind of like walking around New York because I was in New York at the time. Mm. Um, so, you know, you would just hear pop music playing in whatever bodegas, wherever you were. Uh, and uh, so this would pop up. Like, I, I can definitely recognize, like, the first few notes of the song. I'm, I'm like, oh, oh, I know oh you can? Oh, you can recognize it? I wonder why. I wonder why you can fucking oh, no. recognize oh, this no. fucking song. Oh, no. Oh, I, I wonder no. why. No, it's not why. No, it's dead on balls. Well, I'm sure it is, but it's not why, though. Oh, are you kidding me? When well, I, I'm I've very heard... familiar with you. Can, you can call yeah. me out. I love, I've listened to Graceland. Like, it's like... I, I know, top 10 favorite albums for me, I've too. I've listened to more in my life. Exactly, I that's feel the same way. Was, no, that's not the what I mean. I, mean, I, I listened the song. to... to 10 seconds of this song. And I was like, that's you just fucking ripped it off of. You can call me out. Do you want to know what is he a perpet? Does he always rip shit off? Oh, hmm. I'm, sure, I'm not surprised. But... What does that sound like to you? That sound familiar at all? I don't know. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> fucking. It, it's, it's, it's criminal. Yeah. It's fucking criminal. You write children's music, bullshit, stupid children's music, and it's so hard for you that you have to steal it from someone else and make it worse. Fuck you. You know who's not going to be happy with you right now? His cheerleader, his girlfriend, is going to be very <laughs> upset because she does support him. He does need her, that cheerleader. Sounds like a nice girl. I don't care. There's beautiful women all over his but it sounds like, But it sounds like she's more than just beautiful. She, she, she is very insecure though. She keeps saying, you're going to cheat on me, which is strange. But. Yeah, they do talk about that a lot. Yeah, it's because like, he has nothing to say. He can't even create a story arc. This guy sucks. Mm-hmm. This is, I was like, I can't believe I have to listen to this fucking thing over. I mean, I had it pegged in two seconds. This is a, this is a two second listen to it. You could name that tune in one note kind of song. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. That's what this is. It's a piece of shit. I don't know why this doesn't annoy you more. You know why? It's like, this takes no artistic integrity effort to write a song like this. But it's not annoying like Macarena is, though, or Wing Beneath My Wings is. That at least takes a stand. That at least tries to do something. And fails miserably. Fine, fail. Try and fail. This is not trying. This is no effort at all. I agree. I I, <clears throat> I agree. It is a, 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 a used to be a friend of mine. Um, we just, not that I don't like her anymore. It's just we lost touch. But she she dated a good friend of mine um, when I was in college, and I would I I sort of made the mistake of saying I can do this. Like I can create. I can make this music. But and I, I and she was like, well, why don't you then and make a million dollars or whatever. And I, I just, I, I, it used to grate me when she, with, with that retort back to me. And I it's like, like this girl. I'm saying that it's so simple that like you could just in, in 10 minutes, write this song. This is a 10 minute song. Like this, is, this is nothing. It's easy. It's a one, four, five. So it is the most contrived, like, uh, format, chordal structure, um, the easiest lyrics to write, the stupidest melody, all combined into one shit song that fucking 10 million people bought. It, 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 like this type of thing angers me more than something that tries and writes a bad song. So you're, you're a strange guy, right? So like, let's say you're, so you're at, a strange guy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you're at a barbecue or whatever. You just kind of hate, like I always use that, that, that kind of uh, that catch all. Like you're, you're somewhere, you know, at a party or whatever. Uh, and this just comes on. Do you like, do you just like, wig out? Is there freaking out? Or what do you do? Postal. <laughs> there might be there, there might be uh shocking, might be shocking not invited to more things <laughs> <laughs> i invited to more things you don't know my social life on over there i know i'm just i'm really surprised because i because you see this in movies when you when you see a movie where people don't put any effort right. into it you get really angry yeah when it's like well, i mean well, Ant-Man is a good example of that well, all the marvel what? movies i like movies more than music and you like music more than movies and that's why when someone fails or when someone does a half-ass effort, like this song is obviously, it's going to greet you more. And just like if someone does something like Ant-Man and doesn't, and doesn't take any chances and just kind of like skates by on charm, it's annoying. But we grade Ant-Man the same. I have the same critiques of Ant-Man as you do. I do forgive it a little bit more, but not that much more. I gave it a C plus. You gave it a C plus. I didn't grade it that much. more. no, I agree. Uh, you know, with this mo- with this song, excuse me. Uh, so there's some things I actually don't hate about this song that, I th- in my opinion, differentiates <laughs> it from pop music, from other pop songs. Okay, tell me. This is a really low bar. I'm saying that right at the top. Like this is not this is nothing I would ever listen to on my own personally. You know, I wouldn't. This isn't anything I would want. But like little things, like I know, I'm sure it's, for you it's very simple. But like they had like had a couple horns thrown in there. <laughs> they had which, a trumpet. Or trumpet, excuse me. So, but, 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 but Matt, though, but that's not something you're going. See, the problem is too, Matt, is that you're really unplugged from pop music, and I, and I, I'm guessing in 20. No, but like you said before, and I actually, I am now in 2015. I wasn't as much, but 2021, I am, and um, it's not by choice, it's just by nature of where I lived. Yeah, you, know? you were walking around. The but side. like you said, like oh, I never really listened to Katy Perry. I never really listened to a lot of stuff. Yeah, because you would just like. But like, if you were like. I remember like what music sounded like in 2015. Like, cause I was listening to a lot of newer stuff and like, is it better than most? No, but is it better than some? Yeah. And there are some things that differentiate a little bit. It's like, all right, this is somewhat not, not like destroy, not like making me angry. It's not like, you know, like, like Barbie girl. I know that's, it's not 2015, but like, you know, like that song is so grating. Actually, I really, I like that song. Oh my God. I think it, I think they're doing something else. See, something you like, different. All right, all right. See, you like these songs that just take wild swings, but yet 
Well, I, I can at least appreciate that. It's not like I'm going to fucking buy that disc or spin it on. It's not oh, in the playlist already. I have a few copies already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's no, not, well, like, but you know what I mean? It's like so if I hear that, I'm like, okay, they made an attempt. They you're had more a forgiving of someone taking like a big, big shot. Yes, and absolutely. I probably am more with movies than I am with, um, but like, you know, like something like The Bone Collector, which is, you know, a movie we did on the Patreon show. Yeah. I, of course, famously sang a song about it. Uh, you know, it's a very good song too. I must say, uh, but no, but like that movie Better didn't take any chances. It was very cliche. Like everyone, right. just, everyone just mailing it in, and that's like probably the lazy effort. Like that, this song probably yes, is. To that's you. all I mean is it's but a like, lazy effort. But there's worse. Mo- there's worse movies than Bone Collector. Yeah, there's worse. There's worse. There's way worse songs than this. <sighs> but th- but for some reason, I, I, I'm just I'm just being honest. I don't want. I'm not going to fake. I'm angry. No, of course. Like if you're not angry this, about this. Fine. This. Like Bone Collector makes me furious. This song, and maybe because it's shorter, it's also a nice tight three minutes, baby. Yeah, it is tight. Uh, but like, you know, it doesn't anger me. It just doesn't. In fact, I kind of I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. If I heard this on a, on a playlist somewhere at a barbecue, would if I had to hear it like more than like three times a week, four times a week, I'd probably go fucking, I'd go postal too. But like once in a great while, if this popped up, eh, whatever. It's, I, I, I actually, I, I'm like, oh, the lyrics here, I know you, you're kind of shit on, but like, for most pop music, it's actually had a pretty decent message compared yeah. to others, yeah. other pop songs. I just, it's hard for me to have that bar. My bar is, is the, you know, is the best music I've run, a, I've run across in my life. Like that's my bar, right? I, I want to measure of course. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, hard for me to say, yeah, I, I understand. Like, I understand. That. I mean, you have different standards on some of like, this isn't going to be Radiohead. I mean, no, like, what are we no, doing no. here? But I mean, I'm not, but I don't want to ever listen to this either. No, though. and I don't either. Like, I'm not ever going to choose you. But like, you know, he talks about, it's not a song about like, you know, her, this, you know, her ass or whatever. No. It's a song about how she's really supportive. And, um, it's not some sort of R Kelly fucking rapey song. It's not, you're right. right. I agree. So like, I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of cool. And there, like I said a couple of the song. I'm like, Oh, I don't hate this. I'm like, yeah. All right. All in all. It's, it's fine. It's like not fine. It's not good. I keep using that. I, I get called out for it, but I, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it doesn't piss me off, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think it was really ingrained. The, the person who was most influential in, um, in uh, music for me is David Bresnahan. He was my high school music director. Uh, taught me a lot of stuff. And he he really like, I drilled it into my head. Don't be boring. Don't be boring. Sure. Don't be boring. It's like, that is the cardinal sin for me. It's like, if you do not make a fuck, put some fucking effort into it. Put a lit, like do something different. Try. If you don't try, then it's like, what do you do? Like, he also used to say, music doesn't lie. You play for me like I know. And and I think he's right in a lot of respects too. This does not lie. This guy just it did not put any effort in. Either he's really dumb or he didn't put a lot of effort in because that's what this sounds like. This is fucking mediocre and it took no, five people to I, fucking No, I agree. Him. And it's also like completely forgettable. Like, right, like, right, like, like right. I mean, I'm, you know, if, you know, six months from now, like I might, I might not remember we do, oh, girl, which one cheerleader. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I might know, like, yeah, come, some of those. like I had to like figure out what we're talking about here just because yeah. like, it's just like, it's just a nothing, you yeah. know? And, and it's, it's even more of a nothing than Ant-Man was, you know, like, oh, least, you know, yes. we say Ant-Man had some value. And in fact, you had the thing that pissed me off about Ant-Man though, more than this song, I guess, uh, is that you had someone making chances and the studio was like, nah, and they fired him. Yeah. That's fucked up. I know it is fucked up. You know, like, but it sounds like this is what the record record companies want too. They, you know, this well, does dude, not I can't aff- blame them. It was this, number one for six weeks. But I mean, this type of music doesn't offend anybody. So that real, that that's the problem with adult contemporary. They all want to be, this isn't, it's a pop. 
This isn't not adult contemporary. You're mixing your genres. No, I'm not. This is not genre. adult contemporary. To me, it is. But, but it's not to the world. Other but, than Planet Chrono, it's not. It's pop music. Now, you can blame pop music for being soulless and not taking chances. But there's plenty which is a fair critique. But Katy Perry in 2015 was a lot more interesting than this is. She was. And, yeah. she, and her songs are better. Yeah, way better. But that's what I mean. Right. Is that, but, that's but there were also songs that were worse. I can't think of any offhand. I'm sorry. But like, uh, yeah. you know, but, there, but, they, but I remember, like, you're like, all right. Yeah. But like I said, this song, honestly, I. It, until we covered this song, I forgot. I said I don't really remember it that much. I remember the, the first movie. few chords. Maybe one of the batters had like a walk-up song. Yeah, or it was just on in the background. But it, it's, yeah. it's such a nothing song. It's a nothing song that it's like oh, I don't remember like it existing. It just it's like I know how much it's hard. Creating shit is hard. It's hard for me. Putting effort into making a song is fucking hard. Like if you want to do it right, writing you know writing is hard. It's lonely. It's it's just it feel it it's. It never sucks. feels good. It sucks. It's really fucking sucks. And unless you don't put any effort into it, if you don't give a shit, then I guess it's easy. Right. So I hate people like that because it's like you took the easy way out and you produced shit, like a piece of shit. So this is obviously a one hit winder for this guy, right? Oh yeah. I I think, uh, his other, there was another song, yeah, but, it, but it charted 34. No, I have, I, I don't, I'd love to, I, I'm sure someone has, if actually someone has written a good book about one hit wonders, I'd, I'd be curious, but, um, but I like, I wonder, I did see like a, like a Venn diagram. I mean, like, all right, one hit wonders, that were like some of it. Some of the one hit wonders are people taking huge chances. Right? Yes. And they're phenomenal. And some one hit wonders are like this, which is kind of like a nothing song. Like, I wonder like what the percentage is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's an interesting. I, I think that's a really fascinating element of music is that whole spectrum of the one hit wonder. And like, wh- you know, what, what is the most likely one hit wonder? Or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like what it, it does have to be different. It has to be different than what else is going on. I really think it does. Like you think of, you but know, this song sounds like everything is going on in 2015. Honestly. That's my problem. It's kind of like fits right in there. Right. But it's like probably the perfect timing. Like it probably came yeah. out in the summer. It's a really good, I, I, if you're going to listen to the song, it's probably most effective in the summer. Oh, I'd have to be drunk. Like I could never listen to the song like in the winter, but you yeah. have it on, you know, I, I just imagine it's like, it's you and your Jack like, Johnson phase. You're drinking your margaritas. You listen to Jack Johnson. No, Jack Johnson listen- oh, oh, four seasons a year, baby. <laughs> no, but like, oh. I mean, like I, you know, I, I'm very seasonal with how I do things or how I, even I react to things or even my mood. Like, that makes sense. Like I read way more in the summer, which is like, you think you read more in the winter, but I just don't, I just, that's just, I enjoy being outside reading yes. a book. And I, so I'm, I'm reading more in the summer. In fact, I just got two more books sent to my house today. Um, and I'm just like, I, I do things differently. And I, I listen to different music in the, like yeah. vampire weekend to me is like ultimate fall band. Yeah, it's fall. Like they're fall, right? Yeah. And then like a really head to me is a really good like winner. It is like a drive. January. I always say yep. okay's computer is the best album to drive. You're in driving the snow. Fuck yes. Perfect. Oh yes. But then like, you know, other stuff like this song, if this was on a summer playlist, not one that I probably create, but you know, throw it on. But then other things like Paul Simon, honestly, that's four seasons a year. Oh, you can, you Paul can Paul listen Simon to Paul all Simon time. any fucking time. Any day. Yes. So yeah, this is different. Um, but I, but I do, so I'm guessing this came out. Oh, it is right. We're in the summer. Yeah, it, was, it came out. Yeah. This is, it peaked in July. Yeah. August, I mean, it was that, on, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure it was somewhere orchestrated by the studios, but I mean, by the, you know, record studios, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't hate this with the same veracity you, but I understand where you're coming from. And I just think, and maybe that's why the show uh, is either good or bad, I guess, depending on what you, but like, I think it's good that like you, you know, you have kind of the high and mighty music take and I have the same with the movies. Yeah, I imagine like if you were reading young adults though, you'd have the same problems. It's like someone who didn't try a lot of young adult novels. Yeah, I mean, well, why, you know, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't typically choose YA. Yeah, it's not for it's us. Not, so, not, right. not for me. Um, I know a lot of adults read them. It's become kind of this catch-all too. Um, I have fall. I have accidentally read books that were like, because YA kind of, kind of y'all, and you finish, you're like, oh, there's something kind of missing there. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. And you, yeah. oh, that's what happened. 
Um, but like, they, yeah, they're not right. Yeah. No, and this is, this is, there's no, right. There's no edge here to this. I mean, no. obviously it's like a lack of, it's like a negative edge to it. It's not good. It's not good. I don't hate it. Is it going to make your bottom, does it make your bottom five? We've done some real shit. I don't think it makes the bottom five. Some of them are, make me angrier than this one, but, but this type of music, dude, I just can't like so why did you choose this song for this? Why don't you just it's do number one? But why you can do this in the Patreon show? Well, it's a rough week. But <laughs> oh, we're hitting that. Well, I don't want. To, we'll talk about. What is it? Uh, uh, Send me to church by a hosier. That's an interesting one for me. So, so uh, we'll, we'll hit that for the Patreon. Yeah, that, I thought you would have had more fun talking about that than this song. Fun is a. Okay. Uh, All right, maybe not. I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, maybe. I, maybe I'll switch it up in the future. I don't know. I just. I, both of them are tough for me, and this one. But I. I don't know. I. Whatever. This right. cheerleader, fuck, fucking cheerleader. Yeah. This will not move the needle. People won't remember this song. People are going to not look at, I mean, I know people mostly like gravitate to the, the movies and that's what we talk about the longest. It yeah. makes more sense. We're a little, you know, but, uh, but this won't move. The cheerleader won't move the needle. Actually, someone did say that was a banger. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but this, you know, people won't know this one really. So I agree. I would think I would agree. Okay. Uh, we'll never have to talk about this. I mean, no, the one hit wonders there are other like um it's so derivative there are other songs that i have on here that are that are really similar um you can do one four five like you can call me out we're sick of it it was on the radio all the time it was on mtv all the time it's still a good song Still a really good song. You can do this type of what song is stru- it? You can call me out. Oh, you can yeah, yeah. You can do course, this yes. type of structure, yeah. this type of sound, right. this type of feel in a really good, compelling yes. way. It's possible. Yeah. Call me out, did it? Um, no, I mean that's a high. That's a high bar. Though. No, I mean, you're, asking, you're asking OMI like, or OMI guy I, to be Paul yeah, Simon. But, no, but I, all oh, over the place. his best album, like, but, <laughs> like Pete oh, that, Paul Simon. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. Wait, I actually his self his first album might be, but whatever. whatever. But, but even like, so this is a this this is a similar structure. I just want to show you this. This is a similar structure, quarterly, but it's a totally different take, and okay. it's super interesting. It's one of my favorite Zeppelin tunes. Much better. Is it Misty Mountain? Huh? This no, this is uh, Fool in the Rain. Oh. I love this song, but it's a very similar this is chorus structure. Song. So good. It's a good one. Such a good, and it's 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 surprisingly similar to Cheerleader. That is a good song, but it's like it's you can take that structure and and do something with it. I know, you know Red Zeppelin's funny. I always try to get into them. I try and there's and a ton can, of can, great, but I never can get like all in. I understand when people do love. The, I, I would never like, if you like Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin like when the living breaks and, and yeah, I keep. Try, you know what my problem is? I like don't love them, and I try like hell. Like I said, I didn't. I couldn't recognize that song. And you play it, I don't even know the name. I, one of my favorites, but it is one of my favorite. Their names are all weird, but I that, that's a later one. I think that might be right around 1980. Um, oh. That fool, uh, fool and right. That's a good a song. Beautiful a good song. song. Really well I'll, done. I'll talk, I, yeah. I keep giving him chances. Rain song is you one know, of Led Zeppelin's like Stevie Wonder to me. I tried giving him like I like, but don't love. But I can respect. I respect. Well, I mean, I, they're both amazingly talented, and I understand why people love them. Yeah. But for me, it just doesn't quite hit. I wonder if we just make you a playlist of the acoustic songs. You might really like what Led Zeppelin. The writing is. Well, not some of the so best good. So guitar Led work. Zeppelin had a Rain uh, song is like so beautiful. Their writing's amazing. Uh, yeah. They had an album called Encomium, which was a bunch of '90s bands did cover songs oh. of Led Zeppelin. Okay, it is amazing. I listened to the shit out of it. And in fact, I found a few of the songs on Apple Music. I made like a mini playlist. Yeah. of the uh, Cheryl Crow did one. Um, Hootie and Bullfish did one. I think we talked about it in the Hootie episode. Uh, it's really good. And, yeah. Um, it just shows you the how great their writing is that different artists could take that same song oh, yes. and make it's, dude, Led Zeppelin is wildly talented. Very talented. It's just for some reason just doesn't quite hit that mm. whatever that 
My, the difficult thing for me thing that I have is the recording quality is, I mean, it was good for the time, but if they had yeah. recording quality of 20 or 30 years later, it would have, they, it would have been immaculately recorded. Why doesn't it sound as good as the, the Beatles still sound great. Why does Led Zeppelin not quite sound I, that I think, good? And I they don't. I think it's more the Beatles have a perspective that the Beatles still have issues with recording, but the way part of it is the producing. So you, you had Martin doing just phenomenal yeah. work. You listen to some of the early Beatles stuff and it's drums and bass on the left and everything else on well, the right, which is very strange, it's that mono but it still yeah. works. Yeah. Not, that's, that's not mono. Weird. It's still stereo, but they just oh. didn't have a lot of tracks. So they're splitting okay. part of the band on the left side. I'm talking to later of, stuff though. Yeah. You'd have some of the, mon- well, uh, beach boys really like to do the mono, which I don't like as much. Uh, yeah, they've got right. pet sounds in mono. Yeah, I don't right, like as yeah, much as stereo yeah. version. Not, they not did a stereo, uh, redo right of that they did both they did stereo and mono versions okay. i like the stereo version i like the stereo space we're just more used to it i, I did right the same yeah but martin i think he just knew they had four tracks for a while which is crazy and he they were still able mm. to do some really amazing stuff zeppelin had Zeppelin was a little bit later so they had a better better recording but they but don't it even just, sound, it wasn't, sounds better than them too the who I was the who sounds better than well, Led Zeppelin? Less intricate. You're talking oh, really that what it was? one main guitar, one main bass, one drum, and one singer. There's no like synth. I mean, you do have the the do 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 do. You do like the synth stuff. Work. Like Tommy has a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I really like that Tommy as much. much. Yeah, and that, that place stinks. But you know who does? Who wears it well at that time is actually Pink Floyd. Sounds better. They sound better. They sound better. Sonically they sound better. better. Yeah, like Dark Side of the Moon is. I can listen to that even though it's. It's old. I can listen to that album anytime. It's timeless. For me. I, I, love uh, it. I go in and some of the Pink Floyd stuff isn't really that for me, but some of that, um, some of their stuff is, is fantastic. But there, but Zeppelin's trying to do more difficult stuff. There's time changes and okay. weird phrasing. If you listen to like a black dog is a, I don't, I still have a hard time counting it. Like knowing what the rhythm is for black dog. It is fucking hard. Some of their songs are fucking hard. Some of that recording sounds muddy. And, and that's why it's like to do that really well, you need a click track and you didn't have it at the time. You needed to be able to lock into a click track on the drum so that everybody else could lock with it. They didn't have that. They were playing it the rhythm section live, and they're really difficult stuff. So it's it's some of it's muddy and sounds off. Yeah, because you're not you don't have things totally square on, so it's, so things hit at different times, so it sounds off. It bothers me. Yeah, it bothers that, me more than it that's, should. That's my that is my issue with Zeppelin. Is it's just there's a little bit of the recording thing that I it wish it was thirty a, years later creates a distance. It does. It takes you out of the song. It takes a it, bit, you know? Yes, I agree. But I can get past it because the writing is so good. Yeah. And the record, dude, the acoustic, the acoustic, the acoustic song, they're, they are some of the most, some of the best written acoustic music ever. It's like, you listen, rain song is so beautiful. The acoustic, it, it's, it's off the charts. Beautiful. The, the way that he wrote that, is just it's it's crazy to me how we wrote it. It's beautiful voice leading. It's amazing rain song, but uh, but yeah, there there there's a there's a piece missing because yeah. of the recording. I think um, anyway. maybe that's OMI's problem. He has no soul. That guy's just a just a <laughs> like a just just fucking I don't know. I like bread. He's nothing. I like him. <laughs> sucks. You don't like him. <laughs> you like Jack Johnson though. We have yeah, a problem. Yeah. All right, what great. we keep doing the show i will destroy jack johnson oh for no, you. Oh, no. <laughs> you will never be able, day. My, my entire oh, no. goal for, for the rest of my life is to destroy jack, jack johnson for you um show did you you want to tell us about where you were at yeah that time? so we uh, diverged so huh i didn't hear what you said we diverged yeah we did so. uh so i was uh this is the well this is right around i think a, a week earlier is when i moved uh I, I was in new york already i changed apartments i had two apartments oh, in new york okay I live in New York from 2012 to 2016. 
Um, from 2012 to this, roughly this month in 2015, I lived uh, on 41st Street in Astoria. Uh, that apartment was ridiculously small. I cannot emphasize how small this apartment was. It was a one bedroom. The bed could literally just fit a bed. Like we yeah. could barely get our dresser in. In fact, we could put the dresser in, but then you couldn't use the bottom two drawers of the dresser because if you pulled it out, you hit your bed. Yeah. Was it a queen size bed? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. That's still uh, tiny. Oh, it was like, it was, dude, it was, it was wild. And that was the bedroom. You had a bathroom that had, uh, it had a tub, it had a tub and it had a shower. Uh, but, and then it was like, um, and then you have a kitchen, which was the size. What would you like where you are? Like this section is probably, uh, seven feet by five and a half feet. Seven by five, maybe tiny bit bigger than that was a kitchen, maybe, and that included like the nastiest, oldest appliances ever. I hate New York apartments; they're, they're so old. And, and the ugly. living room was the size of the bedroom. I think uh, you know you could fit a queen mattress in there. But it was like it was, dude, it was ridiculous. And so uh, my ex, uh, ex wife, and I were over there, and she was pretty creative. She did some stuff with shelving, so we had like uh, shelving, like because we had high ceilings. Um, so you had uh, got to go up, yeah, right. So um, so we had. Um, so we put stuff up there and, and she was pretty good at space. She had a really good uh, like eye for um, yeah. like being creative with space and stuff like that. Uh, and um, we just tried to make it work. We had two dogs. Uh, we had Wakefield and we had, we had her dog and, uh, and the, and it was just, it was really tight. I mean, the nice thing about New York is you never, you're not in your apartment a super ton. Because, yeah. You're going out to eat. Right. You're never really, shows, you're not yeah, cooking a at ton. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, obviously there's no dishwasher. There's no, you know, you're really, you, it's really bare bones. Uh, and even the oven doesn't cook that great. Like nothing works. Yeah, like you know? a two burner stove. It was a four burner, but it was, it was, but it just sucked. It just didn't, it, yeah. you, you know, you couldn't really, you know, and hey. the fridge was, it's old and like, it was just, it, it, you know, it, these apartments suck. So, um, my ex found out that her coworker was moving and uh in astoria and it was um it was about a mile away from our place so it was a mile it was like basically like half a mile or yeah for argument's sake half a mile uh east yeah and then half a mile north now we were right on the subway line at the at the small apartment so we were like half a block from the subway super convenient yeah so like you know and we were also on uh right near steinway and broadway if you know astoria steinway and broadway they're two main drags in okay. Astoria. So like very busy, a lot of commercial stuff, a lot of bars, restaurants, tons of stuff to do on both those streets. And then we were the street right over from that. So we were like, it's like, it goes, you know, it goes uh, Steinway, then 41st. So we okay. were right there and then Broadway was across street. So we yep. were like, it was, we were in the middle of like everything. Yeah, of, right. I mean, Astoria obviously is much smaller than Manhattan. If you don't know, Astoria is a neighborhood in Queens, most famous probably for being like Greek. Uh, but it, but we lived, especially the first place was like the most diverse place I think in the world. When we go there, mm. it was like, it was just uh, a complete melting pot. Like we had, we were in this apartment and there was, you know, I think five apartments in each four and each apartment had a different, someone from a different country, different, yeah. you know, different, you know, all these yeah. different languages. And like everyone looked out for each other. I know I remember at a small apartment, this guy came in pretending to be from Con Edison and the ultra company. Uh. and was like knocking on people's doors, asking, uh, you know, personal information for these people, tricking Ugh. them. And then me and another guy, uh, were both like English speaking and we both kind of said, get the, you know, get the fuck out of here, buddy. Like, right. what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, you're, you're taking, you know, get, get lost kind of thing. Uh, you know, so it was a nice, it was a good group of people, you know, I mean, felt like everyone kind of looked out for each other, you know, the hallway, obviously, you know, it's New York, so the apartments are kind of dirty, you know, the, the hallways are dirty, you know, it's just, it's always a mess. Everything's yeah. a mess. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, you, you keep your apartment clean, but you can't help the hallway. No, know? no. And no. the other thing too is like, you know, you have all these different in different countries so people are cooking all these odd foods the whole way always smelt weird yeah because you had you know i'm making you know baked chicken with garlic 
And then my neighbor's making curry. My other neighbor, and we're all, it's all small. So yeah. it's like, it's all, it's like, you didn't smell it in your place, but the second you walked in the hallway, it was like this disgusting mix of weird smells. And I'm very smell conscious. I was like, ugh. But, you know, the convenience subway was great, and it was fun having all this stuff there. Sure. But then eventually you kind of like, I don't know, we kind of like, we've gone to all these bars and restaurants. We wanted, we wanted something with a bit more room. So uh, my, uh, my ex's uh, friend is, uh, is, is moving out of his apartment. So we go and check it out. And it, for a New York apartment, it was great. The only negative was a half mile from the subway. Because I said it was half mile half north. Half mile? Half mile. Yeah, that's So pretty, you had to walk a half mile every bit. day back and forth. And you know, subway's your lifeline. You know, we didn't have a car. I didn't have a right. car the entire time I was out there. So, um, it's it, like, but the nice thing about being half mile though is it's much quieter. It's much more residential. Yeah, and that's really yeah, what we were yeah. looking for. But it sucks in the rain and snow. Though, it sucks in the rain and the snow. Yeah. And like one time, I got a subway. I had to take a massive shit. You know, oh. You're on the subway and you're like, oh, I got a shit. I got a shit. You know, and it was like from Manhattan, from where I worked to my stop, it was like maybe 20 minutes subway yeah. ride, which isn't bad. But I got on the subway and like halfway through the subway ride, I'm like, I got a shit. And it was like, I got a shit like now kind oh. of thing. You know, it's one of those. And you get out and I'm like, I can't walk. If I walk okay, a half a mile, I'm going to shoot my pants. It's coming out. Yeah. Like, you know, if you can stand I still. I might as well be back at McDonald's. Well, I, I didn't shit McDonald's. I know. My coworker did. I know. So I, I couldn't tell Jason I wanted to go home early. No. <laughs> Jason, I shit my pants. I got to go home. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I just don't want to tell. So I, I get a subway and I'm just like, you know, you get the shit sweats. You're going, oh, this is not good. So, you know, I, they, they were any good New Yorker. Though, right? You know, hail a cab and you, you get home. Yeah. Uh, but so, all right. So stuff like that, you're like, Ugh. but I will say in the morning it was great. You know, the, you know, New York is a much more mild temperature than it is in New Hampshire where we are now yeah, so right. you do get a lot less snow remember the snow it's warmer and also there's so many subways it's just a city uh the snow melts pretty quick yep of course but don't get me wrong man if it's fucking you work a long day you get home especially before like daylight savings time it's pitch black it fucking so sucks. it's you know it's 32 degrees and kind of misting out you're like i don't yeah. want to walk this fucking half mile no. sometimes you, you grab the cab i only grab the cab like three or four times but um most of the time though in the morning it was great because i'm not a morning person so i wake up I had that half mile walk. I got to kind of like unclog my head before I grabbed my newspaper. I would get a daily news. I always get a daily news and a Gatorade and then I jump in the subway. And uh, that was my ritual for the entire time I was there. And it was nice having that little half. And it was most of the mornings are, it it was nice. Actually, and I like to walk. I'm a big walker. I I enjoy it. So it was actually kind of enjoyed it. Uh, Most of the time. Sometimes it did suck. Uh, But you could always grab a cab. Yeah. But um, so, you know, the nice thing is this place was much bigger. So uh, it's much also the other place was like the windows were tiny. It was just like, it was always oh, dark in there. Yeah. And we were ground level uh, as well. We were ground level at this place. So this was a house. It was a split house. Uh, the second floor was uh, the landlords. It was a Greek couple, old, old, old Greek couple. In fact, the, the, by the time we were there, uh, the husband keep having like medical issues. Oh yeah. But they would go away in the summer. They would go to Greece for the summer and then come back. Um, but they couldn't speak a word of English really. Um, they were very sweet. So their kids came over and we all, their adult children came over and we kind of negotiated the terms because they didn't know if they wanted pets. Sure. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, we'll bring the dogs over Yeah, you can meet and you them. can meet them and you can, you know, if there's a problem and they met and our dogs are very small and, and they're lovely. Nice. And, well, Wakefield yeah. is Wakefield, yeah, nice, yeah. Was Super nice. nice. As well. Uh, so, right. So it was like, all right, well, you know, this isn't a problem. And so they, they were, they were happy, you know, they wanted to meet us and, and that whole thing, obviously. Uh, but, uh, but it had, you know, don't get me wrong. The appliances were even older at this place. Like, you know, the bathroom was still very, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing fancy. Like you get, might get in, you know, an apartment, maybe in a non New York area, but it had two bedrooms. Yeah. So we had like an extra like bedroom to like store stuff. If we had guests, uh, you know, we had a guest room, which is great. 
the the living room was twice the size of the room we had oh, there. That's, yeah, I mean, just that's, the, huge, that's, that's the kitchen was was much was twice the size. We could right. have like, you know, we had in the old place we had our dining room table, which is a table and two chairs in our living room, and like yeah, the living room was already, like I said, the size of a queen mattress. So you're like, this is you're so cramped. Here we had we actually ended up buying a new couch, so we you know we had space. Yeah, way better. And then um, we even had a porch. Uh, out front, they had a, a porch, like a. But you could go outside and sit on your porch. I know it doesn't sound like much. No, if you, that's, if you that's a big deal in the summertime. You're in New York, man. Right. Like that, it, that was deal. like gold. Yeah. Um, the rent jumped up. So the rent is the other place. The, the one reason I was a little hesitant about leaving was the other place was uh, rent controlled. Um, I'm sorry, rent controlled or rent subsidized. I always forget. Whatever it was. Whatever it was, the deal was it could only go up 1% a year. So 1%. And we were paying, I think, 1360 which was a fucking steal. Oh, uh, yeah, we got it really cheap. Now, we got it in 2012 and this is right when the story was starting to really blow up, but still yeah. it was a huge bargain. Yeah. We went through a, um, Oh God, I'm forgetting all the names now. Blanks. Uh, it was a, a broker. So you had to pay them. So we had to come yeah. up with, you know, first month rent security and then pay them a month rent. <laughs> yeah. But 1360 was re- way so under budget for us. Yeah. Cause we were initially looking at Manhattan and we realized we didn't want to be there with the dogs. And it was also really hard. It was, no one wanted to rent us because we had two dogs. Right. And then the places that would were all kind of like, eh, I don't know. Probably, you know, and also we realized it was too busy. We, we love going to Manhattan, but we didn't want to be there 24 seven. So, uh, we, uh, we, so 1360 only went up 1%. I'm like, we could be here forever. We'd, we'd save so much money. Right. The next place was two grand a month, but that's still a, for New York, still, two bedroom. Yeah, it's cheap. Um, and then the nice thing was like, you know, right. So, uh, it was a half mile of the subway, but a block away, we had a great Italian like del like uh, like restaurant deli yeah. uh, like slash like and then he had like a and we had like a supermarket there that we had like a regular supermarket supermarkets in Europe by the way suck the aisles are super yeah, tight shitty the 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 selections are like I cannot there's nothing worse than New York supermarket but we had like um uh like a, a Italian foods place so you can go and buy like great sauce great right. pastas great like a specialty kind of thing yeah and it was amazing so I actually started to cook more I started to make more mostly Italian food because that was the, well, that's what your options what my were. My options were right. like go and get chicken or like meats um, from the supermarket, but it sucked. Um, but you know, but you had, you know, and it was just, it was really, it was nice having that much more space. Um, that's a big difference. I think the small yeah. space I've ever lived in. Um, so I, I told you that uh, in college, my freshman year of college, I, I visited my buddy Ben in New York, and yeah. he, the space you're describing is exactly the same. It's he had two people living there. It was a one bedroom, but one was like sleeping in the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, very common. In New yeah, York. and it was just a tiny, just yeah. this tiny little space. I was like, I, I, this is claustrophobic for me. But the smallest space I ever lived in was in Oakland. My first apartment in Oakland um, was big. It was a, it was like 1,200 square feet, and it was beautiful, immaculate. But the second one, it was in the same building I moved when it was just me on my own. I think it was maybe 450 square feet, which is small, but yeah. not like that. No. You're, what you're describing is half that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's just tiny. It was, and it was a big, so claustrophobic. I went from, you went to, you were in my old apartment in Portsmouth. Like we had yes. like beautiful, like, yeah, it was beautiful. Imported yeah. wood floors. Yeah, it was like, really nice. We had like was dishwasher. It, was it smaller than that or bigger than that? Uh, the place I had in Portsmouth. Yeah. Was maybe like four times the size. Oh my God. Of my New York place. Holy my shit. apartment in Portsmouth was huge. Like we had I two bedrooms. Wait, wait, the one maybe the one in New York. Oh Market? no, no, no! You think of the one I I'm had in? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. In no, when I when in I moved Market? back. Uh, or, no, no, no. I had I had a place in Portsmouth. Maybe you didn't go there. I don't. I thought you did. Uh, you, but, before you left, I did. You went. To, you had a party there. Yeah, before yeah, you left. yeah. Now I'm remembering, but I can't remember the size of it. But yeah. What about the one that you came so, yeah, back? So that was small. Moved, right. So when I moved back, it was just me in Wakefield, right. and uh, I got a place in Portsmouth that was very small, but it was built. It was built. 
to be like it was a one bedroom. It was probably about four hundred. It was about uh, that seemed about four hundred. It's about four thousand five hundred square feet. Yeah. It was very small, but it was built for that. Like it, it was um, it was all it was all brand new. Yeah, it was a brand new. Yeah, uh, it was a nice space. Apartment. It was also like had things like radiant heat in the floor, so you weren't taking up space with floorboards. Um, and it had it had all the amenities, and it had like it was it was very it was really nice. It was yeah, very it was nice. Grand, it was very nice. Where the New York place had no amenities nothing it was half the size of, of that of, of that place it was and half that size it was funny we have friends visit us in new york though and be like you guys have so much not that so much space they wouldn't say that but you'd be like oh you guys it must be so much comfortable much more comfortable living here and we're like <laughs> uh what and then you remember oh yeah because they're living in a fucking they're literally living in a closet you know we you know i i was doing pretty well there uh and you know we and you know we were married, so we didn't need a roommate. Yeah. And then, um, so we, you know, we had, and then by the time we moved to the second place, my, my ex-wife started doing pretty well. Right. So like we had, you know, so like, all right, so we had some, so when people came over and it's like, so we had a two bedroom, like for, yeah. And also I was a little older probably than some of the, you know, some kids just come out of college. So you're like, Oh shit. But it was, it was great. But like, I look back though, even the second, even the place we were moving into for this week, not even close. You would never, that would like be a slum in, new hampshire yeah honestly. like you know but for us it was like the lap of luxury we really felt like we had made it how do you have kids in something like that like i don't even i mean that's why i, I, I i'm that's, assuming the second place you went into like people would have a family in there oh yeah right it's like i can't i even, mean you know we we talked about like me and my ex and like and and she i mean the big reason we got divorced was she wanted to stay in new york yeah and i was like oh, i'm not raising a family here but she was like oh well we could have the first i'm like we could have that be a nursery but i'm not having a kid go to school Nah. And, and go through a metal detector, go to nah. school. Like I, nah. I was working in educational technology. So I was going to all these schools selling like mass software. Right. And I was going to a lot of New York schools and I see them like, these schools are awful. Like I'm not, no, yes, you can use private schools. Yeah, but you're gonna, you got to make a million dollars a year. Right. You have to make a million. Yeah. The, the, the prices are insane. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm never going to make a million dollars a year and I don't, and I'm not going to send my kid to the public school. No. Like it's rough. Like, you know, if you go and you have a great, now I will say the high school is there. Cause you, you have to test to get into the high schools yeah. and it can put you on a path of real, you can go to, you can go to a New York public school, go to the high school and go to Ivy school. Very like, not very easily, but if you're smart, you can yeah. do it on merit, which is great. I give New York a lot of credit. Oh, they're trying to get away with that. They're trying to do away with that. Of, of course. course. But, um, but the elementary schools are like, I don't know if I, that's the life I want for, I want my kid to have a yard. Yes. We have a porch, but we don't have a yard. No. What are they going to do? Run around the street? Or, I mean, that's what kids do. I mean, they, they have playgrounds and stuff, but like, it's not, it's not that's how like an, I grew up. No, you know, it's I like grew, an alien world to me. I can't even, I wouldn't want to grow up. It's like just that. not, that's just not the future that I, you know, I, if you want to, and I also, our values to have any kid in New York, they go to all the best museums. You learn so much about culture. I think, I think New York city kids, I knew a few when I was out there and they were much more independent in a lot of ways. They were much, you have to be, yeah, they, it was a, they had a, like a, um, I don't know though. Cause when we grew up, we were pretty independent too. Yeah, we like were, we, but it was different. Like they have a, like they could go on a subway and not bat an eye. Like sure. you take Giff in New Hampshire, who's pretty independent, even back in the nineties and drop him in there. He's the kids like, heads in a swivel. And sure. he's, you know, it, it, the, the kids have a lot of, um, but it hardens you too. It does. Like my buddy, Ben, when he was there, you know, he, he was like, yeah. he's such, he's a great guy. He was like getting into fights and shit in New York. Like it, it turns yeah, you. It, 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 I think it makes, it can bring out some of your worst qualities. I got really, I was starting to make pretty good money and um, you get a real ego. Yeah. And you go back home and you think you're better than everybody else. Like I definitely had, I felt some of that. Like I felt some, you know, you go visit family, you start to, yeah. you feel that kind of bleed out. You're like, Oh, I just said that. Oh, that's kind of an asshole thing. Uh. Or, you, or they're like, yeah, you start to think you're hot shit a little bit. And then you, but then, then you, I was trying to say myself, I'd be like, all right, Chris, yeah, you think you're hot shit, but like, there's like 20 people on the subway easily in this car. 
and the car's not that full, that make way more money than you. Yeah. Way more than you. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, you're not, you're not like, you know, but you would, but you would start to. Yeah. When you're, when things are going good in New York, it is the biggest drive to your ego. I think because the city has so much energy that you really feed off of it and you start to really, you, you, it really feels great. It's like getting, it's like getting a drug. It's like, it's just, it's just a real boost. Yeah. If things are going that. bad in New York, it's the loneliest, worst place to be because no one wants you around. You feel that negative energy and you, I've never felt lower. Right. I've never felt better about myself than I live in New York. I never felt worse about myself. That than makes I live sense. And if you have money, you can kind of get yourself out of anything. So you know, you can just like buy your way out of things if you needed to. Sure. Or like go, you think you have access to things, but yeah, I can see that. I but mean, it, I felt that way in California. I was doing well and, and uh, I felt like I, you know, and for a while I was on you my feel own. Like you so got I the world like by the boss. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. I and then successful. when you are going the rough patch and you realize no one really wants you around and you're really not that special. And then now your support system's not there and people that care about you don't care about, yeah. you know I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, all right. Well, it's just, it's not, I don't want that type of, I, I can't, I, I mean, can't that's why I, I, I have right. zero regrets to leave in New York, you know? Um, but, uh, I mean, I thought I would, I was like, Oh my God, I'm what I'm, you know, I, I was a little worried. I'm like, Oh my, I have to go back in a year. Am I just going to be so bored? And I didn't know what I was, you know, I'm going to doing a podcast like this. I mean, God, it's not boring. And no, of course not. Uh, but yes, exactly what I dreamed when I left. Um, but I, uh, yeah, but this was this week. This was a this was a good week. There were definitely some cracks in the marriage that you look back on. And you're like, hmm. And things like moving is a very stressful thing. I'm sure everyone can relate oh, to that. Totally. Yeah. So like, you know, those cracks definitely surfaced. So this was kind of a difficult. This was like the big. I don't say big. You know, if you ever get divorced, I think I guess divorced people can kind of agree. Like, there's always cracks. If you actually even go back when you're dating, you're like. Oh, I should have saw that sign, or I should have well, noticed that, or but whatever. Not, no relationship is perfect. I mean, no, but there are some, there is there's some things that you're like, eh, some there's some you know always warning signs, right? With any relationship, I guess. But when you're when you get divorced, or you're really, I don't know, always I did. I spend you spend a lot of time kind of see what the warning signs are, so you don't replicate those mistakes. And um, yeah. I, uh, I, I saw a lot, but there were definitely some you know anytime stress is higher. Always it comes clear. Yep. And I remember this, like it was the moving in process was, was tough. Yeah. And then things did calm down that fall. And then the next year's thing, things went to shit. But, uh, but no, there's some good times in that apartment for sure. Um, and it definitely felt like we had made it, but then I look back and like, Oh, like I said, this apartment would be a slum in New Hampshire. Yeah. You so wouldn't, you wouldn't put yourself in there now. No, God, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. No, I would no. You would only put yourself there in New York and feel good about it. Right. right? Cause the space is so limited, but it was nice while we were there. And, um, it was uh, it was much better than the tiny apartment. At least we were out of that. Good, cool. That's where it was. News, news. So uh, this week it came out that Bill Cosby admitted in court to pursuing and drugging women, including a nineteen-year-old who testified against him. This week in twenty fifteen, it came out that he admitted. Right, he, he, had, he admitted in the past. Yeah, because right? it was it was close. I don't a, know if the documents were closed or something. Yes, there was a civil case. Yes, he paid out a lot of money. Right, and but now it came out in twenty fifteen. Mm. I think. Didn't he go to prison? Was in prison right short now. De- no, but I mean, pretty shit. Cause it wasn't, it took a while to get him in prison. It took a while to get him in prison. That's why I think it was right after this point. He went to prison, like maybe 2016, something like that. Something like that. I guess it right? wasn't he's been, that in pri- he's been in prison ago. for a while. Still, still kicking. It's only five years though. I mean, I know he's old. I thought he like, I, I don't know if he I died know. right away. I mean, he's so old. I know he's so still going cause the cause. I mean, he should have been in prison 60 years ago, but I saw uh, a tweet, uh, one of those retro Twitter accounts. Yeah, I follow. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't remember it offhand, but they, they, they post a lot of TV stuff and I really like that. Probably retro news, retro TV. I don't know, whatever. I'll, I'll find Yeah, I follow those too. Anyway, they posted the last like couple minutes, the very last episode of the Cosby show. And if you remember that, like him and Facilla Rashad start to like dance and they make their way and they kind of dance in front of the studio audience and people are just like clapping, but the look in their faces is almost like, like 
Yeah, like they were brushing with greatness. Ugh. And they, him and Fasil Rashad, they, like do this ballroom dance and then they just exit. And the time, people are like, this is the classiest exit ever for a TV show. And the people are just fun. Like, you look at the people's faces when they're looking at Bill Cosby, and it's like, just this like, is this is a legend in our, in our midst. Like, Ugh. you forget how much people love, like, I can't. Oh, I know. I'll never, you know, obviously, I know you know Matt, but like, we'll never be able to explain to people who are like 20 years younger than us or like our kids, or whatever, whatever, you know. The beloved, how beloved he was. It's, it's, I don't think anyone will ever be that beloved ever. I, like, I mean, like, he. Bill Cosby, I guess the closest comp is Tom Hanks. But yeah, different because Bill Cosby was in your living room every night, every, so, every week. So I know you don't like him as much. Um, but uh, Mr. Rogers, I think, could people would look at him the same way. Yeah, I'll, I'll, particularly kids. I don't like the comp because it's a kids thing. But like, it is. But like, it's about someone who entertaining for adults. Yeah, you're right. So I only, I mean, we interacted with him when we were kids. So that's the only right. perspective that I have. So I kind of equate them. Where uh, Mr. Oh, Rogers, I see what you're saying, yeah, not sketchy, yeah. Because I, I mean, Cosby was beloved. He felt like but I felt who, like I could trust his adult from a, from a Q rating. Like who is beloved in America? Yeah, I guess Tom Hanks, Hanks is probably maybe. the closest. But but I don't know. I don't know if it's as so much I guess as if you're younger Cosby was. And you don't remember Cosby being a big thing. If you're trying to understand what Matt is saying, imagine if Tom Hanks it came out that he had been a oh serial rapist. Like, oh, it's dude. a total mindfuck. That would be crushing. It's crazy. That would be fucking crushing. Yeah. It's just, it's like, I, I mean, this, you know, and Bill Cosby did, you know, I talk about kid stuff. Bill Cosby did uh, tons of kid stuff. He did Fat Albert. He did. He did Pencil Pals. It was a show like where like a pencil would like uh, draw pictures on your TV and Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. I had, I had, I had like the, I had the coloring book in my house. Um, he did commercials, obviously for Jello. I, did movies, I can't, yeah. oh, the, right, the movie. Well, no, but he did. He, the, but he, I mean, he won in, Emmys for I Spy. Right. I mean, this guy was, I, it's, it. I still like, don't completely understand it. Like it's, you know what I mean? I still, I mean, I understand it. Compartmentalization is like I still a key like, of, don't get it. It's like, so it's such it's, a mind it's, fuck. It sucks. It's so crazy. It really sucks that someone like you, that's why you can't, I mean, it should have broken your trust. You cannot trust. You can't trust these people as, as I mean, role I, models. Yeah, I get, I, but it's just so crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Well loved. Even the stand is so clean and like, it's just, it's, I know he went out of his way. It's so crazy. Whereas, whereas, you know, someone so much more crass, like Eddie Murphy is probably a way better dude. Way better. Oh, dude. of course. Well, anyone's a better dude. No, I mean, I you're but, a better but, guy. Way better guy than <laughs> anyone in this room too. Well, I don't know about that, but, but you know what I mean? It's like that, like the outward appearance. I know. Well, just, well, well, that's what happened. That's what got him in trouble. I mean, he, shit on Hannibal Burris for having a dirt, like a dirty act in his yeah, mind. And Hannibal yeah. Burris is like, well, fuck you. I'm going to come out your shit. Yeah. And then he, that's what happened. I mean, Hannibal Burris, by the way, one of the, in my opinion, one of the best stand-up comics. I saw him a ton I in really New York. Know. Oh, he's so funny. He's so good. Yeah. I really loved him when I lived in New York. I got to see him at the cellar a bunch of times, but uh, <sighs> yeah, fuck Cosby. Yeah. I mean, that's just a terrible, fuck that guy. It is, <laughs> that is so terrible what he did. It is so fucking terrible. Serial rape, drugging. It's so, it's so disgusting. It's so crazy. That it's so, it's, it's some, so horrible. Like, that is unforgivable. That nothing makes me feel more violent towards someone else than taking advantage of innocent people like that. that it just grosses me out so much. It's not good. Fucking hate him. Uh, this week, Trump also, uh, this is the famous, I like people who weren't captured uh, <gasps> referencing uh, McCain was this week. Oh my God. I remember. Yes. I'm, it's crazy. I'm, crazy that, I, that someone says something like that. I, I remember when this happened. I, uh, I really thought, so in fact, this week, I actually, this, this exact week is right after we moved. I went home for a weekend to take uh, my niece to Storyland in New Hampshire. Yeah. And I think that's when this happened. 
And I remember telling my mom, my, my grandmother, uh, who's alive at the time, uh, obviously, or else I wouldn't be talking to her, I guess. Yes. Uh, but I, I told him, I said, oh, well, he's done. Like, Trump's done. Like, no, oh, you, I know. You we all thought that. We all I thought that. I really thought. I'm like, well, the other stuff, I mean, I, whatever. It's goofy, weird, and, and whatever. It's Trumpy and Trump. But like, I'm like, this is beyond the pale. Like, there's no way you come back. You can't come back from this. Because I thought the Republicans would pull their support because they're so usually pro-military. Right. I thought, I'm like, he's done. I, I still, this is, this is like, this whole week is like shocking. This is a crazy This week. is another one where I still can't believe he, no, he got elected after saying that. And, and, but that's why he got elected is he would say shit like, because you remember it. That's, that was the whole thing was name record recognition really was like, I he, still don't understand how crazy. you can say that. I know. And then become the commander in chief of the military. I know it's such a, and it's also just such a stupid thing to say. It is. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's terribly me. So I, I understand he's trying to be no, funny, but there's no, no, there's no loss like, no for me logic. and McCain. Like any of these war hawks and politicians in general are probably sure. the lowest rung for me, but I would still never say that about another human. But it's being. not, but, it, but regardless of anyone's attitude toward the military or toward, or toward um, McCain or whatever, like, it's just, doesn't make any sense. Your favorite, Soldiers are the ones that aren't like it's not like they're captured because they're like goofy soldiers. I know, like they were. They're, they're following, they're following not, orders. I know you're not. Good I enough, understand you're not smart that, enough, I, you're not, Yeah, I, we're probably overanalyzing yes. a dumb throwaway joke. But it, but even the thing doesn't like none of it. May, so he's saying these don't make sense. He's saying things that are horribly offensive. Horribly offensive. And he's saying things that are just shitty and cruel. Yep. And and uh, and he became the. Pre- it's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. It's so weird. But I liked it because I like it in this way. It's that whole thing is a farce. They are Hollywood. But they're Hollywood with a shit ton more power. Well, they, they're, they're all just a bunch of actors. The joke always is like, you know, it's like Washington's like ugly Hollywood, right? That, that's exactly. I mean, Hollywood's already ugly, but this is Hollywood. No, I mean, like the people yeah, are uglier. The people are. That's the joke. Yeah, like, politician joke. Like, the, yeah, are ugly celebrities. Yeah, they're, no, they're, all the they are actors. They're not. Yeah. They're not experts in anything. They're just right. actors. Yeah. So, but they just have a ton more power. Um, so I, I liked exposing that. I'm glad I, uh, I, I don't no, know if it needs to be exposed that way. No, I mean, people need to know. No, well, I'm not saying that this comment it didn't do anything. It just got the guy and the guy won. So it didn't really expose no, anything. No, it wasn't I, a straight magnifying glass. No, I'm pretty sure people, people are way more aware that, that, uh, the government is a fucking farce is like complete I bullshit. I think, I think he exposed. I don't know if that. that particular line. I'm not saying he's good. I don't anything. like Trump. I know. No, not I, that I know. I, I just don't think that line exposed. I mean, that line just, is just, I guess shows that anyone you can say at this point in 2021, or you can say, or 2016, you can say anything and get elected. I there, is, so. there is the lesson I learned there is there is, there's nothing necessarily you can say that is automatically. He was the first endgame. one to really do that. I know. Yeah. And probably maybe because of his, I don't know. It's so bizarre. Think of uh, who's the fucking uh, guy from, um, from, uh, from Vermont who had, who did his little oh, Howard Dean. Yeah! Oh, whatever. Yeah! I mean, yeah. if that gets you killed. Uh, I know. Well, people made that comp then. People like Howard Dean screamed instead of a bunch yeah. of states and screamed. Right. And then like, it's so, yeah, another one of those things, right? I just, I still, I still haven't it's quite funny. mentally grasped it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for, right. uh, for news is a bunch, bunch of crazy shit. So we're back uh, tomorrow with the Patreon with uh, Trainwreck. Um, and take me to church. Yeah. I, I, I mean, okay. But you know, <laughs> If you're on the fence, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm just trying to put myself in the, in the as an audience member. I'm like, all right, that's not that. But hey, you know what? You're not going to want to miss this. I'm guessing talk about the town. So definitely get that Patreon. Yeah, you should get that Patreon. And uh, and there's also other movies in there that you might like, like Jackie Brown and Rocky Three and stuff. Totally. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, maybe Trainwreck is good. I don't know. And then um, uh, the, we're back. Uh, our next free show, The Social Network. Hello. I mean, Jesus. I'm going to come out and say it right now. Maybe the most important movie of the last 20 years. You've definitely said that in the past and maybe it is. Um, definitely, you know, uh, so I mean, certainly yeah. is that really our, interesting. 
So we just did Fincher, didn't we? We did, um, yes, we did Fight Club of Fincher. I think that's our only Fincher. Was, I guess that wasn't just doing it, but yeah. No, a few, but not, not that long, yeah. a few weeks. Mm. So we're uh, back with this. So, yeah, so I, I'm, uh, that's going to be a monster week. So uh, hopefully uh, uh, that should be going. And maybe Trainer could be good. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. See you.